I see a beam tonight. No beam? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. My bad. I was, I was looking in the sky. I didn't see a beam. It's all good, though. YouTube. Go yard game. MFFLs. Podcast listeners. Twitch. Everyone out there. MFFLs. What's good with y'all, man? Listen, man. It is the boys, man, that was looking up in the sky. Didn't see anything but stars. It's the boy, the dynamic duo. We talk math here on the Globe Math YouTube channel. Listen, man. I was looking for that beam tonight, man, because I couldn't see my way outside. You know what I'm saying? Let my dogs out. I was trying to take the trash out. I need the beam to see. <laughs> it is your boy, Real, man. And joining me is the man that say he don't need no beam. He got this. And that's my boy, King. What up, man? Nothing much, bro. We got Kyrie Irving. I just want to yell at it again. Um, the NBA doesn't know what they unleashed. Uh, I just want to get into this game. But first, you know, we got to introduce our uh, special guest today. Yes, man. Listen, got special guests on. Y'all guys know who this man is. I kind of feel like he single-handedly got us Kyrie, man, with his stance against Mark Cuban. <laughs> hey, he could probably, probably claim it, man. Him and the, and the mural guy that was, uh, put the mural down back in uh, Deep Ellum, man. Was, these are the main two guys. Of course, y'all guys know him as the fire Mark Cuban guy. He's, he's famous for that, but his real name is Chris. What's good, man? What's up, man? I appreciate y'all having me on, man. I, uh, yeah, man, just excited to be here. The Mavs are rolling right now, so it's damn, it's a good time to be a Mavs fan. Am I lying? Nah, man. <laughs> this is what we've been. This is what we've been asking for, right? We like we we've been. I know me and King before we got Kyrie and everything, and before the Mavs kind of went on this little run. You know, we were kind of like, man, it felt like it was a chore, man, just to watch the games and they come on here and try to do shows and stuff. And now, man, we can't wait to get on here and do the shows now, man. So yeah, definitely uh, enjoying the moment right now with the Mavericks. Um, but yeah, man, we're gonna get into it. But before we do all that, guys, listen, if you're brand new to the channel, guys, if you're brand new to the Glow Yard Map channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and hit that notification bell so that way whenever we drop a, a new banger for your head top, you'd be the first to know. Also hit that like button, guys, to help us build up the algorithm to find more mad fans like yourself to join the Glow Yard game. Well, man, it was a good game tonight. Uh Game two without Luca and us having Kyrie, so that's now three games in uh, this year so far. Man, in a row, everyone without Luca, man, surprisingly. But uh, I guess it's not so much of a surprise when now you have a, another superstar on the team. So let's get into it, y'all. Let's go ahead and pull these stats up real quick. So of course, y'all know Dallas wins one twenty-two to one fourteen, man, against the Sacramento Kings. 
the first of a back-to-back. Of course, they play them again tomorrow, man. So it's going to definitely be a uh, interesting game tomorrow. We're inching our way close, fellas. To number three in the West. I don't know if we would have said that about two weeks ago, man. But it is definitely on the horizon, man. So, Chris, man, uh, this is how we usually do this, man. Go ahead and give us your takes, man. What, what do you think? What was your takeaway from this game today, man? I mean, like, just the energy that the team has. Like, you could see it. Like, it's it's visible difference in kind of the swag that they have. But, I mean, imagine if you were on a team and then they traded for Kyrie and you already got Luka and you're the rest of the squad. You'd be walking with a little pep in your step too, man. Like, I, I mean, th- they just have a different energy, and you can see it. And uh, certainly coming out the last two games, and really the last three games, um, and then finally Josh Green and Jaden Hardy getting getting some some more time on the floor, and then producing, man. So like, this team is just so much fun to watch. The way they move the ball tonight, which is reminiscent of what they did the last two nights. The way they move the ball, the players are moving, dudes making backdoor cuts, and people see Wood dropping dimes, man. Like, damn, it's a lot of fun right now. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're right, man. It definitely a whole lot of fun, man, the way they're moving the ball. But, uh, King, what you got, man? What's your takeaway? Uh, first and foremost, um, Jason Kidd, welcome back. Uh, I think he's officially back. I want to call a couple guys out, actually, and call them back. We already talked about – uh, Cardio B getting rid of his name. I told you a while ago he's Reggie Bullock again. Do you officially believe that, bro? Are you off that now? Until further notice. Okay, until further notice, he's off that Cardio B. Okay. Um, I, you know what? Tim Hardaway Jr., I'm liking his role right now. Uh, I don't know. Kyrie's bringing in another funk to him as well. Uh, he's out there playing, uh, getting fouls, he's getting rebounds and assists and things like that. Other things to affect the game right now, if you notice. Uh, steal, all that kind of stuff. Um, to touch on Kyrie real quick, he's bringing a championship pedigree to this team. You can feel it. And uh, with him bringing that championship pedigree, he's actually unlocking JaVale McGee's championship pedigree. I think I tweeted that as well. Like, JaVale McGee is playing amazing right now. Uh, since Kyrie's like, they're just playing with, with another funk. And Kyrie, like he said after the game today, he didn't feel like he had the best game shooting and all. And he didn't. Uh, but he still affected the game, and he felt like the guy stepped up for him. Mm-hmm. And they were stepping up for him. Like, you could just tell – this team wants to play for Kyrie Irving because they know he's another piece, and they want to prove that they can win. They can be a championship contender and possibly win a chip. Um, I, I think I told you before. I think we're the best team in the West. Um, I don't want to harp too much on anything. Like again, I don't want to sound like a broken record. Last game, I didn't really go any any harsh, uh, any say anything harsh as far as the negatives. I'm not going to go into it at all today as well. Like I just think everybody that played did their role. Um, I'm liking the Theo Pinson in the third center position right now. What we have. Uh, playing at that point center, I guess, kind of position thing. Like, that's working. Theo Pinson looks like he's an NBA player right now. And um, it's good to see that. Uh, Jaden Hardy got 20 minutes a day. That's incredible. Uh, Josh Green, again, Josh Green is just Mr. Fantastic out on the court. Um, the Green what is it, Green Ranger, we're going to call him a Green Goblin, one of the two. Yeah, we, um, we, we need to probably do a poll, man, <laughs> on Twitter to see what everybody say, man. We, we definitely got to stick with a name for him. Right. He just affects the game just so much. Just when he's on the floor, it's just like another ball handler. And um, Dwight Powell, again, Dwight Powell's playing some position that I don't know. I, you know, I don't want to – you don't want to fall in love with Dwight Powell when he starts going on a little bit of a run. But, I mean, it looks good right now. I'm not going to lie to you uh, for what we have. Uh, he's playing his position until Maxie can return. And um, I like the way Jason Kidd is playing Kyrie right now. He's playing Kyrie kind of not really as a point guard. He's kind of playing him as a two-guard. Having him create off the tube guard 
position, if that makes sense, unless we're in trouble where we need a point guard uh, to be played with, with Kyrie. Um, I think that's really setting him up to play with Luka Doncic, uh, get that kind of groove going on before uh, Luka actually returns. Um, and, man, it was just good seeing everybody. McKinley Wright is looking amazing. Like we say, he's a guy that actually played. Frank Lillacane is basically done, it looks like. Like, I don't know if he actually has to play anymore. Yeah. Uh, and C. Wood was hot to begin the game. Um, he started off, he was the guy that gave us a spark plug at the beginning of the game this game, kind of like Reggie Bullock was the last game. And um, he was on one. Then he kind of cooled off a little bit. Uh, but I still didn't take anything negative from that. He still almost got your double double, I believe. Uh, and hold up, they say only three rebounds. Why? Does, I thought they say he had more than that. But all right, but Javale McGee almost got your double double, I should say. Um, so I thought everybody was good, man. I didn't have a big problem with this game. I thought it was an awesome game, an awesome coaching job, awesome game plan. And again, I'm ready to see Luca. <clears throat> yeah, I'm ready for Luca too, man. I really thought he was going to be in there today, man. I even tweeted it and everything. The uh, alert that came out said he was going to play, but then he didn't play. But it's all good. He'll be back tomorrow for sure. Uh, well, no, nah, let me not say for sure because we thought he was going to be back for sure today, and he didn't come back. So we guess we'll get the official word tomorrow. Um, yeah, y'all, y'all hear some points, man. That, King, I'm going to agree with you on 99% of what you said, man. There's only one thing I did not like, and I see people in here talking about it in the group chat. I mean, in the chat here. Um, and somebody tweeted this and I retweeted it. I don't like the fact how they used uh, Christian Wood today. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you played for eight minutes and then he just completely went a whole entire stretch without even playing. And then like when you just said, he came in cold. It's like there's a reason why he came in cold. You literally played him only eight minutes in the first like first uh, two quarters or whatever. And then you didn't play him really again until like what, like two or three minutes in a third or whatever. Then he didn't play pretty much in the fourth quarter. So that's what got him cold. That's what got him cold. And I'm just – I. I don't know what's going on with that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, we, we, we've been sitting here trying to figure this out all season. Trust the process, bro. Trust the I, process, I, I guess, man. But, I mean, after almost 60 games, I mean, you still a process after 60 games? No, it, it, worked, it worked before, though. That's all I'm saying. Like, as far as the when he finally came in and became a starter, like, just, just, just rock with it. Like I'm saying, just let Jason Kidd do what he's doing right now. The team is working. I know I wanted to see where to play more. At one point, he only had seven minutes, and he had he was leading score. Yeah, on a team and all that for a while. So, I get it, but I mean, I just I don't know. I'm gonna give JK the benefit of the doubt again because you see what happened before before see what went out and was injured. So, we'll see. Yeah, I, hey, like I said, you know, you know, I hope you're right. I really do. Yeah, hey, right. Hey, I, exactly. I hope you're right. I hope I hope you're right because right now it's, on the surface it ain't looking too well, especially when you got Theo Pinson playing more minutes than him, and I'm just like. Oh, uh, he gonna he gonna be a, a major part, man, in in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? And like so I said before, it looks like yeah, and that I, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like just just trust the process. Okay, like I said, I hope you're right. But right now, it just ain't looking like that right now. Um, I mean, just playing around with stuff like that, man. Knowing to do the free agent is like I don't know. Um, but yeah, um, that's really the only negative I had, man. Was the the, the the Christian Wood uh, handling uh, how he got handled because I always seem funny when he gets hot you take him out the game and don't put him back in but anybody else get hot you or get cold you keep him in for an extra 10-15 minutes but um but yeah like I said I liked the, I liked uh, what I saw today with the offense it was something new it was a lot of backdoor cuts I think we talked about that before a lot of backdoor cuts Bob was moving around the perimeter man like a hot potato in a good way normally it's not good when you say hot potato but today was good um Kyrie didn't have his best game, but like you said, it was the impact. 
just knowing he was out there, man, the defense had to pay attention to him out there. That freed up a lot of guys. Um, the, the rookie, man, Jaden is, is starting to build more and more confidence, man, to the point he's starting to get those minutes that kid talked about they were going to try to give him. He hit some kid, some uh, big buckets today, kind of kept us, you know, at um, you know, at length, arms length, well, not arms length, but we we had a pretty sizable lead or whatever. He kind of ballooned that up. Um, but now, um, yeah, like I said, everybody, McGee, man, listen, we we talked about McGee finally getting minutes. Not talking about him getting you know thirty minutes a game or nothing, but he'll finally get some minutes. He got twelve. What are you today? Uh, he got nineteen minutes today. It's been a while since so he even played that. You know what I'm saying? He might got nineteen minutes all season. You know, the way it's, the way it feel. Uh, but no, he, he played good today. Like I said, almost had a double double. Uh, moved, uh, Sabonis off the block a few times, man. Got some rebounds over him. Playing big is what we've been looking for. Somebody to play big out there, man. Cause a lot of times it was like we like a very tiny team out there. Finally got a dude that's 7 1 or whatever he is. Commanding the board. So that's a good thing. Um, man, Josh Green, man. Like the dude is scoring in a variety of ways, man. Taking dudes off the dribble. We talked about it before, getting to the free throw line, the way he can finish in the paint, man. And, like, he's, like, and it's like he's shifty, too, man. Like, when he gets in the paint and he gets in the tight corner, he's, like, really shifty and he kind of can maneuver in the air and all that stuff. Man, like, that, I, I don't, I'm telling you, the whole, it, it, it was a blessing and a curse for us trading Dodo. You know, we, we it's a curse, you know, we miss him and all that stuff. Blessing is Josh Green's getting more opportunity now, man. Josh Green, man. Dude playing, what, 38 minutes? He played 38 minutes tonight, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, big ups to him, man. Like you said, Reggie Bullock played. Trash can juice. I thought he was going to have one of them games because the beginning of the game, he had some 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 trash can juice moments, yeah, bro. Right but, at the beginning. Yeah, right at the beginning. I'm just like, here we go. Kyrie calmed him down. Yeah. So, like, shout, shout out to Kyrie on that one, man, because I was just like, bro, here we go, man. Just – Come on, man. Play within the game. Everybody else playing within the game. You don't have to be the hero, bro. But you see like you said. Everybody gets now, bro. Huh? You see how much space everybody gets now? Yeah. Like now. Like Tim Hardaway Jr. gets a – even Tim Hardaway Jr. gets space and just runs it around. Now, and another thing, too, that like you just said with the space thing, they're collapsing on Kyrie the same way they collapse on Luka, yep. right? Uh-huh. So you saw Kyrie got affected by that today a little bit, right? Just imagine Kyrie getting just as much space Ooh. as Tim Hardaway when Luka come back. Imagine when Luka and Kyrie are out there on the floor together running, man. Like, you talk about space. Double Luka, I dare you. Double Kyrie, I double dog dare you, man. Like, that's that's about to be wild, man. Like, the hype to see these dudes out on the floor together. Now, the question is, are they going to still be moving the ball like this? That's, that is a good question. I understand when it's just Luca that like okay, Luca's really good at doing what he does. So like you don't necessarily need to have the same ball movement. But I I would imagine, man, I really love seeing Luca talk to Kyrie before Kyrie's. I don't know if y'all saw that, mm-hmm. but Luca was in Kyrie's ear before he did his uh, um, interview after the game, and like those dudes that just got that type of basketball IQ talking to each other. Like the hype to see them on the floor together is so big right now, man. And I just, me yeah. and everybody else out there cannot wait to see these dudes on the floor together. My goodness. Y'all know how many layups, like backdoor layups, Luka Doncic is going to get now? Like, bro, you, man, people saying about him not playing up the ball. Like, I've seen him do that enough times. And I'm telling you, the, the giving goals and things like that. It's gonna be all the time now, and I underappreciated Kyrie's playmaking ability. I knew he was. Not yeah, good. I, I, I guess I guess because we know how his handles, and you equate yeah. his handles to the scoring. 
And he's probably the most skilled. Like, I don't call him the most skilled player, but he's probably the most skilled scorer pound for pound based off his height in NBA history. Like, that's the type of player uh, Kyrie is because he made one spin around fadeaway shot. And I'm like, he's 6'2". Like, yeah. how the heck? It's, it's ridiculous. But I, I just think, man, from what I, I'm seeing right now, and even Kyrie said it after the game, like in his post game, saying we aren't even there yet. Like, this team, he really feels like we have some good guys. The, the the media isn't talking about Josh Green and Jaden Hardy enough. Like that's the piece of the puzzle that uh, you know why? Because they thought they want Kyrie on the Lakers and all that. But no, nah, he don't watch us. Oh, okay. you're right. You're right about that as well. Bro. Obviously, <laughs> he don't watch us. He don't watch us at all. But like that piece of the puzzle is working. Like I said, JaVel McGee has been a lot, and there was another end to end win. How about that one with uh, against a team that's above us in the standings and without Luka Doncic? So, bro, we uh got something special going on. Yeah, man, listen. For real. Yes, sir. Oh, go ahead, Chris. My bad. Go ahead, Chris. What you say? No, nah, I was just, I'm just agreeing, man. I'm just agreeing. It, damn, it's a good time to be a Mavs fan. Like, I, I haven't been this. Now, I haven't been on 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 the Mavs for as long as y'all have. And I know you guys talked about those Dirk jerseys and stuff like that, man. I'm one of those California refugees, man. And maybe we'll get into that Welcome. later about me coming to Dallas about a year and a half ago and just. My love for NBA basketball made me be like, oh, shit. I, I forgot when I got to Dallas, I could see Luka because, like, I have to get my fix of NBA basketball and live NBA basketball at that. Right. And I was like, oh, shit, I get to see Luka in his prime. Like, mm-hmm. I should start going to games, man. And, and um, yeah. And, and so for, like, to transition to that, you see the stuff behind me, man. Like, yeah. I just, I saw Luca play a couple times in hook, line, and sinker. I was like, "Oh shit! I gotta get some gear. I gotta get some swag." Like, and um, so to see that to where we are now, a year and a half later from when I kind of got on board, man, like it is just damn. It's exciting right now. I haven't been this excited about some some basketball since Kobe Powell when I was in Southern mm-hmm. California, man, where I was mm-hmm. born and raised at. So like, I haven't had this type of vibe about a team since Kobe Powell, yeah. 2009, 2010, man. Like, it is just a lot of fun right now. Dude, when Luka and Kyrie get on the floor together, oh, my goodness. And like, Chris, man, was, you got you going to you gonna have to full salivate, man. Don't do that. Woo, woo. Man. I was, I was worried about it, man. I was one of those guys where I didn't necessarily say it wasn't going to work, but I just threw the question out, like, Luka's at his best when he has the ball. Kyrie is at his best when he has the ball. That doesn't mean they can't work off the ball, but that means they're at their peak when they have the ball. So what does that look like? You know what I'm saying? So I threw that question out and people were like, nah, nah, man. They, you know, like it can work, it can work. But tonight, just seeing Luca in Kyrie's ear before that end of game uh, interview and just thinking, man, Luca's been waiting for a dude that is like a veteran has that high basketball IQ, somebody he feels like is an equal. He ain't yeah. really had that since Dirk, right? Mm-hmm. And that was early. So, like, yeah, to be able to look at Kyrie as equal. And yeah. honestly, the way Luka, I think, appreciates other talent, he might even look at Kyrie as, like, maybe, like, above because he's got the championship. Got that ring. And, he, and then he mentioned that, too. So the way that Luka maybe looks at Kyrie – and, like, for them, Luca to be like, damn, this dude probably understands me like nobody else that I've played with. Like, shit, I'm salivating, man. Like, it's about to go off, man. The last yeah. half of this season, woo! Kyrie. Kyrie can play off the ball because he's really a two-guard. Like, he's been playing point guard most of his beginning of his career because of his size. 
But like, think about like a Devin Booker and all. Like, you feel me? They don't have to bring the ball up the court, but once he gets the ball, he goes to work and decides what he wants to do or whatever like that. That's how Kyrie can play. So Luca can still bring the ball up the court majority of the time, and it still worked perfectly. Like Kyrie would still move. You see him moving off of screens, like moving without the ball, as far as trying to get open. Who else was doing that on his team? So I, I, I think it's going to completely work. I'm not worried about it at all. Um, everybody seemed to have stepped up. Like I said, the defense is even looking better. I know they got 114 today, but that's because of the pace. Like we were going out there cooking. Yeah. Um, it, it it's, it's a good time, like you said, to be a Mavs fan. I'm very excited to see what's going to happen, man. And like if Christian Wood, if we can get it together with him, Josh Green, just being whatever he is. Like we didn't trade away Josh Green, and that's going to hurt the uh, Brooklyn Nets at the end of the day. They got to special. Did any of y'all hear what they said about Marcus Morris? I could, I, I was in and out of my room. I didn't really Mar- get that. Markeith? Yes, I, yeah, Markeith Morris. What would they say about him? So Jason Kidd said he wasn't playing him because they have too many bigs right now. I'm like, how? He said he has too many bigs, so they were saying that he must consider him a big. But I'm like, how do we have too many bigs right now? If here we go. Go ahead. We don't have Maxie. Yeah, here like, we go. You're going to give right. Maxie. You're going to give Maxie some time, though, when he comes back, right? So yeah. we only have two guys really right now that are really bigs. Theo is out there at big right now. I don't know, man. You said earlier that Jay Kidd was back. He's fine. I would, I would love to understand more about that because I don't, I don't necessarily understand it. You see how the guys understand more. <laughs> you see how the guys are playing. You see the cuts and all that. Got to be some type of coaching for that. Greg St. Jean. Oh, so now, so now, so now it's Greg St. Jean. <laughs> Hold on, who's the, who's the offensive coordinator? It is Greg St. Jean. Okay, what are we talking about? But it's not, not even just that. How about the defense? Uh, that's sweet job. Oh, so it's just, no, it's just not doing nothing. I got. You. Am I am I lying about that too? You're not lying, but it's okay. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what we were talking about. So when is this his fault then? So what's wrong with what's wrong with? No, nah, you know, you know, you know. I've been giving kid this credit, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like gonna... I said, I, I gave, I, I told you. Like you said, 90, I'm 99 percent on board. What are you doing? It's the only. It's that one thing I just don't. with now he want to get Christian. You want to get Christian Wood right? Yeah, I just, I just need to. What where, where we at with Christian Wood? Because it, it just seemed like. He's the only player that we, you know, no pause when I say this, but he seems the only player we're yanking around, bro. And I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. It's like, okay, we we getting large sample. We we got a small sample of him earlier. Then it's like you had you, your hands were forced when people got hurt and you played him. He played at a high level, probably his best basketball since he's been here. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he got hurt, and it's like, well, you got hurt. Your your spot is gone. It's like, but everybody else got hurt too, but got their spots back. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't understand why he's up and down and with with Christian Wood, but yet I'm hearing give it time. And it's like, but he's the only person we seem to be only giving time to, when nobody else gets that type of luxury, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's the part I don't understand. Everybody else, when when Reggie Bullock was going through his uh, struggles, you just went on ahead and just let him continue to keep shooting and all that stuff to go through his struggles. Uh, trash can juice, same thing. He was out there struggling. You continue to keep letting him shoot to get himself out of his struggles. Like, see, Wood's the only player who was like, oh, you struggling? Up. Oh, Going out, let's go, pal. Get in there and play fifty-five minutes a game. Now we're gonna, we're gonna play uh, him for one minute. It's like I'm conf- I'm confused. Why is he the only player we're doing this with, bro? That's the only thing I'm having questions about. Yeah, I got a lot of questions about that. I don't get it, man. I I really don't get it. But we ask him questions. He gives us this riddle that we got to try to solve. Okay. And I'm like, are you are you the Riddler or what, what, what is this Batman? What are we doing? I will say this. You said what? He was playing the best ball of his career. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, like try to let's get back to that. But then, you know, I guess I guess I guess with him, if he gets hurt, we yank you out. You 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 missed your opportunity. You got hurt. 
If anybody else, like I said, you got dudes who've been struggling all year. Reggie Bullock is just now starting to hit his shots, and he's been doing that all year. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as getting a chance to get his rhythm and make his shots and all that stuff, you know how we feel about trash can juice. That dude was was clanking out there, and his minutes kept going up. And it's like, but why we can't give that same opportunity to Christian Wood to kind of work his way in or whatever the case is? He'll be back. He'll be back. I, I hope so. We need him by what's this? February. We need him by eight. Was it April? Yeah. April. You but, might be uh, saving him for Luca. I hope so. Man, we can imagine him, Luca, and uh. So this is this lineup I want to see. Until uh, <laughs> until Mike Cleaver come back, I want to see Kyrie, Luca, Josh Green. I'm gonna say it, King Reggie Bullock, Christian Wood. Uh, what's the boy's name? And, and, yeah, Christian Wood. I want to see that lineup. Let me see what that look like. Yeah. Um, hey, let's see. Hey, hey, just just real quick, man. I had Nevada over Fresno State minus nine, and I was sweating that shit all night, and oh. uh, it just it just hit and and and. It just came through, man. So that's why I was I was freaking out for a second. But back back to the Mavs, baby. Back to the Mavs. Congrats. Man, I thought you was freaking out on the uh, uh, trash can juice. Congrats. He hey, no, hey, hey, hey church, league, church League Timmy, as I call him, right? Oh, man. Look, because when I played in Church League, I just used to shoot. Really do, oh. I am, I'm Tim Hardaway in Church League. Right? Yeah. So like, when you see me go into the hole – you know that my head is down and I've never <laughs> given up the rock. Never. If Tuna's bro, that's what that is, too. Basketball. And then, like, bro, you would probably see people in the crowd that when I get going down, like, you know what I'm saying, trying to run the break, mm-hmm. you see people just do this because oh, yep. they, know I'm, they know I'm jacking it up. Oh, but I would get yep. hot sometimes. I would get hot, you know what I'm saying, and I would make buckets. But I'm looking at the stats right now. And I'm just like, damn, Tim Hardaway had the most field goal attempts on the team tonight. Yep. This dude this dude shot 16 field goals tonight. I don't understand. <laughs> Somebody reeled the dude in a little bit. And that, and it's been like that all year, man. Like you said, too, man. Like, me and King always say, it's like we was watching him on a fast break. And as soon as he do, like, them one or two dribbles uh-huh. and the head go down, that's it. Like, he started the game like that. Yeah, he started the game like that, bro. I'm just like, as soon as he put that head down, he got them other dudes in the running lanes. And then did his hand. I would just hang back, bro. He finna go all the way to the hole with that one. And then he put his hands up, asking for the asking for the foul again. Yeah. Like, what are you, what are you doing, Tim? Bro, you're taking on 85 people, bro. Of course you're not finna give the foul. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, come on, bro, man. Bro, I haven't been as excited about a season, I think, since 06, 07. What about last year? Nah, I was. I mean, we, we was hyped last year, man. I was hyped towards the end of the year and all that <laughs> stuff, and I wanted them to do it. I thought they could make some noise. No, I said Western Conference Finals, oh six, oh seven. I thought they were going to win a championship. Oh, we talking about we played uh, Golden State first round. Golden State first round. I thought the Mavericks were going. Yeah, win I thought it was going to win a championship that year too. I was excited we that year, like two thousand eleven. I was excited and all, but I didn't think like. Yeah, going into the playoffs, I was going. We won a championship, but oh six, oh seven. I was like, man. Yeah, that was the year, bro. We should win this. So this year, I feel the same way, like 06, 07. I feel as excited as I did that year. Uh, let's see. But let me see. Y'all, do y'all think Marcus Moore is going to get some time? Cause, listen, he he said something about that when he got traded. He was like, man, he's he glad he got traded because now he gets to get playing time. So I'm just like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Me, how's that going for you? Christian Woods was like, hey, bro, I got to have a conversation with you about how things work here. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, you said playing time? <laughs> What's that? You're not getting it, sir. Um, I actually asked that question on, on Twitter because, like, I hadn't paid attention to the Nets this season, so I didn't know if Marquise Morris was contributing, what his role was. And I was like, well, what I thought with the lack of bigs, apparently Coach disagrees, said we got too many bigs, but I thought with the lack of depth and toughness, I'll be honest, the la- the Mavs for the last two seasons have lacked some veteran toughness, some, like, get-in-your-face nastiness. And I was like, well, Markeith Morris could certainly bring that to the squad. And if he was getting 10 minutes in Brooklyn, he should probably get at least 10 minutes here. And if he could hit the three and play some defense. But, I mean, damn, bro, what do you got to do to crack the rotation for Jay Kidd, man? <laughs> like, yeah. this dude's like, nah, man, give me, uh, give me two years of you proving yourself. <laughs> we'll see what we got for you. I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know. Um, you got any other takeaways, man, from this game? No, oh, just just another incredible game by the Mavs. Oh, we got I got tomorrow night. I mean, if dude, Luca, we, we, the, we, we, they that, did all this and they bringing Luca back tomorrow. Shit, that'd be the, that'd be the game we <laughs> lose. Though. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Bruh, I, I ain't gonna, man. Listen, that's, my, my, that's the one I, the normal Mavs would do. Let's see these new Mavs if they gonna win it. Yeah, and you know what I was thinking too. You already know, King. I'm gonna get you prepared now. I'm gonna get you prepared now. You know what's gonna happen. What happened in the Utah series when Luka came back? We lost that first game. And what what was the saying everybody was saying when, he, when we lost? That it's his fault and all that. Let's get rid of Luka. He messes the game up and all that stuff. You you're right. If that happens, yep. if that right. happens, you already know what's gonna happen, bro. I'm just, I'm just getting you prepared now, bro. Get prepared. Are, I know. I already know. I mean, trade, it, it actually trade Luka. We don't need him no more. Yeah. Luka has it's to make actually, the biggest adjustment. No, no, no. You're right. He does. Yeah, Luke but, has to make the biggest adjustment, so it's going to take him the most time to really be the one to do his game different. But go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say, like, it's actually setting up perfect for Luca to come back and for, like, because the hype is at such a high level right now, and, and just to see them on the floor together, like, everybody's just chomping at the bit like they can't wait. And it's like, damn, if they're playing this good now, wait till Luca comes back. They're about to score 160. That's what I'm thinking. They might get 150 tomorrow if, if we go in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Bro, if they actually hit the hype or exceed it, like, people just, me included, about to just lose my damn mind, dude. But, like, it's probably setting up perfect for it to be a letdown as far as, like, I don't know, man. I just feel like I just feel like it's going to keep rolling, man. I feel like it's going to keep rolling, and Sacramento ain't going to know what hit them. There's no beam going up tomorrow. And the Mavs about to steamroll these dudes again. I mean, that's the hope, isn't it? <laughs> that's the hope. What about a nice like twenty eight? What about a nice twenty eight, fifteen, and fifteen from Luca? Oh, man, I would love that, bro. I would love that. What about something like that? You feel me? Like if Luca mm-hmm. came back and just said, "You know what? I can love the guys, but and do what they're doing, and then just drop like twenty five or twenty eight with fifteen and fifteen. Listen, I, I I really I really believe that Luca would want to do that. I think he just wants to win, bro. Yeah, like I do too. Like, I think with him, it's all about trust. It's like, you know, he feels like he has to do it, you know what I'm saying? Because he doesn't have, like, 100% trust in the teammates. Mm-hmm. But you got a guy, like, he's, like y'all said, we got a guy like Kyrie now. And it's like, okay, I, I can, like you said, you see the dude on, on the bench. It's like giddy like a little kid in a candy store, bro. Like, he got somebody else, man, that can do what he can do, bro. So where he doesn't have to, that's all he's been asking for. Can I just get some help? Like, I just... We we seen too many games where the dude dropping like thirty and forty and we're winning by like three points. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And or like maybe at one point, like majority of the season, like if he scored under thirty, he lost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. And like he, like, I, I, as a 
as a human being, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, you thinking to yourself, like, bro, I'm doing all this work, and what is this getting me? You know what I'm saying? I'm working my tail off, and what is it getting me? You know what I'm saying? And for him to finally have that other guy, man, that could just help alleviate that pressure off him, man. Y'all see his, y'all see his body language, man. Y'all see how he is right now. Yeah, yeah. He got her tweeting, uh, you know, or uh, on Instagram posting Kyrie stats and everything. Dude, he's excited, man, yeah. to finally get somebody in here, man, that can, can that can just help him and to help. Like, man, look, I think he, I know y'all probably heard his post game. Well, not his post game. He had a press conference and he they talked to him today. And man, like you talking about, man, they might have championship aspiration because of what they see with Kyrie, man. What they have with Kyrie, you know, what I'm saying just need that. I've been saying it for long. Can you just give them that one guy? Just Bro, give them that one guy. And shout out to Luca for correcting, uh, correcting, I should say, Mark Cuban as far as that uh, yeah. ball handler, the ball handler, yeah. And uh, no, Kyrie probably the best ball handler of all time. I'm like, thank you, Luca. Let's thank go. You. Thank you for Let's telling that. I don't know uh, what Mark Cuban was drinking. All right, fellas, who y'all giving the game ball to, man? Go ahead, Chris. Well, I, go I ain't, ain't used this in a while. Yeah, who y'all giving the game ball to, man? Shit, that's a that's a good question, man. Um, I'm trying to look at this stat line here. Oh, like, one thing too, Josh Green. Did y'all hear about uh, Josh Green averaging I think 17 point over 17 points a game over the last four games? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> I told you he's a double. He, look, he, if he starts, he's a double digit scorer, right? Yep. Okay. Well, let's just segue to that then, man. You just made it easy for me because Josh Green. I knew he was good, but now he's getting more minutes. His ceiling is higher than I gave him credit for, flat out. And um, seeing him out on the floor, man, and like trying to imagine what he's going to do moving forward with Luca and Kyrie together, I'm going to give Josh Green the uh, the game, game ball, ball, man. His his energy, yeah. His uh, it's just infectious, man. Like like Josh Green just plays at a different speed. It feels like. And um, I just I just really love what I'm seeing from him, man. So Josh Green, game ball for me, for sure. Nice. Um, what you got, King? Uh, Josh Green, before I start, um, next year, if he's starting again like he should be, I think he's going to score over 15 a game, right? I think so, next too. Year. Like, the way this is looking right now, this run, like, I think he's going to go over 15 a game uh, next year. But um, I'm, I'm not going to give him the game ball because he was he was a negative eight. I don't know how that happened, but because I see that on Wait, there. what? Oh, yeah. Why do you do that? Yeah, I, I don't know, but I'm not going to give it to him. So, with that being said, I'm going to give it to Kyrie because um, Kyrie played defense. Kyrie was out there like. Oh, what was that, King? You say Kyrie did what now? Kyrie played defense. <laughs> uh, I thought I thought we were told he doesn't play defense. That's what the media keeps yelling or something like that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just going by the media. You know, the media knows everything. You say, Ky- ahead, Kyrie played defense. He um he just changed the complexion of the game because of the way the defense has to play him. Uh, that's why he got ten assists tonight. He showed he was an excellent playmaker, and um he knocked down all twelve of his free throws, bro. Like come on, bro. Like uh, that without a free throw shooter. Like five or fourteen was the only number that looked kind of weird. Other than that, like you're just looking like oh Kyrie, thank you Kyrie. So I think he affected the game the best, the most I should say. Yeah. And um he was that dude tonight again. So I'm giving it to Kyrie. Uh, two things. Uh, because Chris kind of reminded me of something I was gonna touch on too when he talked about uh Josh Green's pace. So I know I know people get on like Hardy, you know, say sometimes he plays too fast. You know who Hardy kind of reminds me of when you talk about his pace. Exactly. You remember when Devin Harris first got here? Yep. Uh-huh. And uh, Avery Johnson talked about how if he just learns how to 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 play at the right pace, uh-huh. you don't have to play fast all the time, but just play at the right pace. I think Hardy's gonna figure that out. Yep. He figure he he does it sometimes in games, man. But once he starts figuring it out to the point like he does it more consistently, the kid gonna be crazy, man. Like he gonna be unstoppable. Um, but uh, like you said with the Kyrie thing, 
Now, this right here, what's happening to Kyrie, so like you said, Kyrie went 4 for 14, right? And he got doubled a lot tonight, right? Now, you saw he struggled with those double teams. That's a testament to Luka. I want people to understand this. Luka is the most double team player in the league and still getting you almost 34 points a game on 50% shooting. Think about that. The most double team player in the league shooting 50% from the field. He's a leading scorer in the league. What Kyrie dealt with today, Luka has been dealing with that all year long and still is a leading scorer on efficient shooting, bro. Show that, give that man his respect, bro. That's the baddest dude in the league. I'm sorry, bro. I'm, I'm, I hate. To, I mean, I know we got other people that ain't fans. They hear me say that, but listen, nobody else gets the type of attention that Luca gets on in in the uh, in the league, bro. Nobody. Luca about to shoot fifty five percent. Yeah, Luca's officially probably about to go up with Kyrie, bro. Dang. Because think about it, like you said, every, look at everybody else's play when Kyrie's here. You know what yep. I'm saying? A lot of people are getting wide open backdoor cuts and stuff like that to the basket, bro, because they have Kyrie and Kyrie's commanding so much attention. And so, like I said, now you're going to have Luka and Kyrie commanding that attention. If you're telling me Luka's not getting double teamed, we've seen this dude go for 50 and 60 points this year, right? Mm-hmm. Playing single cover defense. What do you think is going to happen now that he have another guy that's commanding some of that uh, that attention off of him, bro? Like, it's Bro, let me throw before you get your play of the game. Let me throw two things to you. One, the Jaden Hardy thing. Did you see when he made the mistake when he got the Curry call on him when the yeah. timeout happened that he went to the bench and Kyrie like patted him on his chest and told him like, "It's all right, young fella. Like, just keep doing your thing and all that leadership, man. Like, it's it's amazing." And two, do you think because of Kyrie being on the team and the way you see the other guys playing, that some of the immature things that Ky- that Luka Doncic does might be able to be put in check because of Kyrie Irving? Yeah, remember uh, a couple people said that in the, in the uh, glow yard. They said yeah, that. Like, that 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 immaturity, some of that stuff, as far as yelling and all, Kyrie maybe the one that could actually tell him, "No, nah, come on, young fellow, let's let's keep playing and all that." Like he's something to other guys. And, and him being on that level, I think Luca will listen to him. I think so too. That's why I, I think it's incredible, <laughs> man. But go ahead with your play of the game. I'm sorry, bro. So my player of the game, I'm gonna like you said, King. I'm gonna give it to Kyrie. Not just because he was you know he Kyrie or anything, but like you said, it's the impact, man. It's the way he was able to control the game and not only just in the scoring because that's, that's what makes a superstar a superstar. We talked about this so many times. It's like when your shot is not falling, how else are you impacting the game? And Kyrie got people involved. Uh, he instilled confidence in the guys. You know what I'm saying? He got people, like you said, JaVale McGee damn near had a double-double today. We, I, I don't think we said that at all this year. You know what I'm saying? Go, go ahead, Chris. What do you say? No, no, no. I'm just saying like that That JaVale McGee. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I the last it. two games, McGee been looking like a man possessed as we got Kyrie, bro. Look, Kyrie, got Kyrie. Kyrie got the big rebound and all that. Got the big – put his body on the line to go get that rebound amongst the trees. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Just like – man, listen, bro. I, <laughs> bro, you didn't want him at first, though, bro. Come on. You got to give him that apology, bro. Give him the apology. No, I, I did. I did. Okay, okay. Listen, give him that apology, man. Like, the dude, the dude can – uh, like I said – like, look. You 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 saying me giving apologies if like I said his game was bad. I've never oh, said yeah, Kyrie's yeah. game was bad. No, you never said his game. Was bad. Yeah, I've been saying it was always the, the extra stuff that I was worried about. That was I, it. I, I told like, you I, I thought it was more politics though. That's what I was trying to tell you before. Well, you know what? It's funny you said that too because uh who was that? Did y'all hear during the game when I think they kind of mentioned that? Uh, no, it was Nico. Uh-huh. Nico was talking about, and when he said that, I started thinking to myself because matter of fact, me and you've been talking about it for the last few days now, King. Is the what we see with ESPN and all that stuff, right? We talk about the fact that, um, you know, maybe it was him. You get him out that out that market, 
Like we're a big market too, but it's just like we're a different big market. Mm-hmm. I kind of equate it to like when you go to you know like Texas, yeah, you know Dallas is a, a, a huge city, but we have so much space that we're not on top of each other. Yep. But when you go to New York, everybody's on top of each other, right? Yep. But yet both from a big markets. And so I kind of compared it to that. Like, yeah, you're in a big market here in Dallas, but it's like we we not as on top of you as New York. Like with the New York media, they constantly own you. Oh, you sneezed? You say excuse me? I'm going to go ahead and write that on here and tweet this and ESPN going to get on you. All that kind of crazy stuff, right? Here's like, oh, he sneezed? Okay, that's nice. So, yeah, did you see uh, what my mom said yesterday? But, well, you know what I'm saying? Just not worried about it as much here. And so I really feel like Kyrie can just hang back and just like, like he's been wanting to do. I just want to play basketball. And I think he could do that here. Did you see the De'Aaron Fox embrace at the end of the game again? Another player embracing Kyrie? Bro, like, there was a matter long. of fact, you see one of those uh, plays when Kyrie went to the hole and fell. Uh-huh. The Kings players were picking him up. Bro, they love Kyrie, bro. So, yeah. Yeah, I think you can see that with the way, like like I said earlier, man, the way that Luka looks at Kyrie, I think I think he looks at him on like maybe even a higher level than where he's at. Because, of his, crazy. because of his status of what he has, his uh, accolades. Yeah, championship pedigree. I think Uh he mentioned it in something he was saying before. Mm -hmm. It's just like you have a small minority in the media in a certain market that say one thing about Kyrie. But I think if you went and asked all the players in the NBA what they think of Kyrie, you're going to get a a really different type of response. And people that know basketball – I I messaged you guys earlier this week and said, look, man, I feel like I got a high basketball IQ – I don't know if we're going to talk fire Mark Cuban, but I could talk about anything NBA. I think people that know basketball understand that Kyrie's a baller. And and I have it circled, man. I got some little notes here because I wanted to be prepared tonight. Oh, go ahead, man. What you got? Just the idea of like Kyrie's leadership, right? I made some posts about how I don't like the way the Mavs do their pregame. I don't like the trick shots. I don't like the energy oh. in the pregame. And I was like, maybe Kyrie can bring a different type of leadership. Mm-hmm. And I just got people just lit me up and said, "How, dude, did you just use Kyrie and leadership in the same sentence? But, like, the dude is a veteran. People in the league respect him. And he's bringing something to the Mavs that they did not have before he got here. They did not have veteran leadership. I don't know they're getting it from the coaching staff, but, like, Kyrie has a chance to be a leader here. You think Jaden Hardy doesn't have the highest respect for this guy? You Mm -hmm. think Luka doesn't look at him and think like, damn, this dude played with LeBron, and this dude went to the NBA Finals three times and won a chip with LeBron? It's just a different type of leadership, like just a veteran leadership. And I'm not saying Kyrie was a leader on every other team he's been on, but he has a chance here to impart some wisdom to this young group and to help them understand like, Hey, if you want to get to where you want to go, there's a different mindset. There's a different energy. There's a different type of seriousness, a different type of professionalism, a different sense of urgency that you're going to have in how you prepare before games, how you conduct yourself. So like, I really do think Kyrie can be a leader. Now, does it blow up? I don't know. But the way that Kyrie's coming in, man, like, I just, I'm just really excited about what he can bring to this team. Not even just basketball wise about the buckets he can get or how he can fa- facilitate, but how he can teach some of these guys. This is how you prepare 
when you're a championship team. This is your right. mindset pre-game, during practice, post-game. This is how you travel. This is how you carry yourself. And um, I think Kyrie can be that leader in that type of way. Um, just veteran leadership that this team desperately lacked. And I hope that he's the dude that can bring it. Chris, I, um, I equate it to them being like youngsters in school, like the way they play around and all. They're learning right now. They're the youngsters in school, and Kyrie is here to help them graduate. That's nope. Kyrie's job. Bad. And I, I just think the sky, the sky is just the limit with this team right now. Like Luca, I'm just waiting to see his maturity level, like I said, with the Kyrie here. Um, Kyrie is just putting everything in place right now. You see like a – and another thing I wanted to say real quick, um, who, who got – Kevin Durant to come to go to Brooklyn. Kyrie. Kyrie was the leader of that squad. That was you know how I feel about Kevin Durant as far as his maybe lack yeah. of leadership in some situations and all. And that's always been his thing. My knock against him. But like Kyrie was the leader there. That was Kyrie's team. And Kyrie said after the year, the first year, he kind of knew he knew Steve Nash wasn't supposed to be a coach. Um he knew things weren't being ran right. And like I said to you, Ro, it was kind of politics as far as they were in a, a situation where he went somewhere that he thought was like hometown. And going hometown wasn't the best thing to do. So I um I think it's gonna work, man. I think because every and I, I love that everybody is saying like Kyrie's a cancer and that he's gonna leave the team. I think that's actually gonna help the Mavericks in the long run. I think because he's gonna do the opposite of what everybody thinks he's gonna do. Mm-hmm. Because he, he wants to go and make sure he, he can show everybody he will do it and go uh stay as a leader or whatever and do what a team needs him to do. You know what's uh crazy if y'all think about it. Have y'all ever heard any players like a team that Kyrie left or anything? Have y'all heard any players talk bad about Kyrie? No, bro. Who was number one as far as player vote in the uh, Eastern? And I was, was going to get on all that. I was about to get on all that. Okay. Look at his player votes this year for the All Star game. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, whenever you hear negative stuff about him, who is the one who's saying the negative stuff? The media, bro. There you go. Like you know what? Yeah, I've always been the same. Like I, I, I equate it to my own life. People might say one thing from the outside, but people that know me, that work with me every day, that know me on a personal level, yeah. they're going to say something different than maybe what the other narrative is. And I think that really rings true with Kyrie is like people that are with him every day that see him work. And he said something, too, about the work that he puts in. Right. And like they're just getting like a, um, I don't really know what the context was. And how we said it, but like he puts work into his game. He puts work into being where he's at and where he's been. And, and and people that see that day in and day out have a different appreciation and different respect for Kyrie than people that are on the outside looking in. Right. So I think, man, gosh, it's just a perfect storm right now, isn't it? My goodness. Yeah. You got you Woo. got guys like Stephen A. Smith that's making stories up and saying that he talked to, you know, guys that may be close to Kyrie. Stephen A. Smith has never asked Kyrie ever in a question since he started talking this whole stuff about Kyrie. And Kyrie always says that nobody ever asks me anything. They just always go and create the stories and just say it. If you just ask me, I just tell you what's going on. And that's why I told you, bro. I thought it was a whole bunch of uh, politics, but we'll see. We'll see then. So, I'm, so I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to believe Stephen A. Smith? I, t- I told you not to believe him. He's just oh, doing he, a bunch of stuff. As you know, I don't believe nothing in the to me. I, I, I'm, the, I'm the king of that. I be sending me stuff like, bro, I don't send me nothing that them crazy people like Kendrick Perkins and all them be saying, bro. I don't listen to hey, him, bro. Hey, bro, you know Kendrick Perkins is actually on outside. I'm not trying to hurt the king. 
Right. He, he, let, let one thing slip, he's gonna, he gonna flip again. I'm not worried right. about Kendrick Perkins, right. He'll say that, like, 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 remember, uh, what was it? Was that this year or last year when he said, uh, he finally saw Luca and all that stuff? Yeah, last he played year. Boston or whatever. I'm like, but you being here definitively with a, with an opinion about Luca not doing this and not doing that, but you just finally seen him. Like, bro, I'm not listening to you, man. Y'all get paid millions to, to be sitting on her just saying nonsense, bro. Like, nah, I'm not listening to him. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, Let's get into these uh, comments and questions, man. Listen, y'all. It's a lot of y'all in here tonight, man. We definitely appreciate it. We know everybody's excited about this win. Excited about the work that we see from Kyrie. So we're going to go ahead and get into the comments and the questions, guys. Y'all know how this works. If you have a comment or a question addressing us here on the on the uh, panel here, here's with the WTM, guys. So that way we know that you're addressing us and not one of your fellow Glow Yard members. All right, King. So first, we're gonna hit the super chats. It was a lot of them that came in. You said it was a member as well, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me hit the member first. Let me hit the member first. We have now have a member. We, we had a member show this morning too, guys. Shout out to the members that was in there. Shout out, yeah, to man. Uh, shout out Joey. to the to the glow members, man. Yeah, for the show to today for coming on the show. Yeah, Jody was on the show today, man. First glow yard member to hop on the show. Uh, where is it at, King? Oh, I don't know. You saw He's up top. Uh, oh, there see. it is. Jesus, man. A lot, we got a lot of questions and comments today. So, yeah. Uh, certified, man. Yeah, he hit us up and asked us what, how, to, how to join. Hey, certified. Yeah, so he's now a Glow Yard member, man. We appreciate you, man. All right, now we can go back down. and super Now chat. we can hit these uh, super chats here real quick. Let's do it. Uh, well, well, well says, I've never seen a guy grab so many one-arm rebounds as Josh Green. Man, he be snatching them things, man. That's really nice, man. Man, that dude, man. Matter of fact, what do you have? Uh, seventeen and seven, and something like that. Seven assists, four rebounds, yeah. and he's efficient. Seven for twelve. Yeah, he gonna oh, be a fifteen, five and five guy next year. Man, remember me, me, me uh, when me and you said uh, ten? Mm-hmm. Nah, we stepping that yeah. up now. We going fifteen, five and five. That dude got you seventeen in four games, bro. Yeah. He most he might be most improved player next year. He he he'll, he'll be uh, definitely be in the running for that. Yeah. Uh, Corey with the uh four ninety nine don't know. He says, uh, listen, it's going to be good. Imagine Luca getting the rebound on those outlet passes. Going to hit like crack. Yep. Also, imagine Luca as a screener and the shot roller. Yes, sir. Roller. Talked yep. about that a million times. Uh, let's see, Bro Law, what's good, man? Hey, speaking of Bro Law, me and Bro Law gonna be at the Mav game for my birthday on Monday. So if y'all, if y'all going to the Mav game, y'all see us there, man. Say what's up to us. Um, he says, King Stradamus, you were, King Stradamus, you were right about Josh. Uh, will uh, Josh be a top 20 player in the league by the end of this season? Not top 20. Not, not top 20, but. <laughs> he in the top 100. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the NFL, he'd be top 100 for sure. I think he's he the top 100 now. You don't think Josh ran a top 100 player? Yeah. I mean, he, he, he was number what, three or four right now on our team. So. Yeah, he, I think he's, he's, on he's on the rise. He's on the rise. I'll say that. Last year, we argued that Dodo should be probably around 100, right? Oh, you talking about that, that list they had out? Yeah, like the, the – Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I mean – creating a top 100 player right now? Now, you sure they're not going to probably go based off of all season or whatever? Well, they, they probably will go off all season. I'm going to send up your eyes. Your oh, eyes without, yeah, 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 yeah. Right for sure, yeah. Josh Green, Josh Bro, look how many people talking about him right now. Josh Green is the top – that's why he wasn't traded. Because everybody wants him right now. He's the top 100 player right now. Yeah. Remember, I told you uh, – that's what wasn't – who was it? Was it Woj or uh, – Somebody was talking about Brian Winhorst. Somebody was saying that Brooklyn wanted Josh Green, and Dallas trying their best not to give him. They said, "No, nah, we'll give you this. We'll give you this first, 
Hold on. To keep Josh. Josh Green might average 17, 5, and 5 the rest of the season, right? Shooting 55% and 40% from three. That's a top 100 player. That's nice, man. Uh, Corey says, I kind of have an idea on C. Wood. If Kai has JaVale playing better, I think Luca's going to get C. Wood going. Imagine JaVale and Kai and Luca and C. Wood, man. That'd be nasty. There you go, Corey. That's what I just said. That'd be nasty. Is it time for the JaVale apology letters or is it too soon for that? Hey, who? Was that you, Chris, that posted that? Yeah, man. Look, yeah, it was him. Oh, okay, I bet say somebody posted that today on Twitter. Cause look, man, I've been I've been negative about Javale all you season about his contract. No, you Me and a lot of people said it was the worst contract of the off season. He might be the most unplayable dude in the league. I got these British dudes that I met. They they're out here on contract from the UK working for uh, uh, Lockheed Martin. Right? <laughs> They've been out here for a couple of years, and so one of the dudes, shout out to Andy. This dude tried to tell me, like, no, nah, I got a friend that, that was a Golden State fan, and he said JaVale's got a, a championship pedigree, and he's a good locker room dude, and he's a good player. And I said, dude, that fool is trash, and he's the worst signing <laughs> in the NBA. So every time JaVale scores a bucket, this dude texts me, talk about JaVale's a baller. And I'm like, damn, maybe I don't have a high basketball yeah. IQ because I had written JaVale off and – Every time this dude does anything on the court, I got to hear about it now. Yeah. And I'm actually surprised about what he's done, certainly recently. Um, and so, shit, man. I'm it's saying all about, it right it's now. all about opportunity. Maybe man. It's all about opportunity. I'm wrong about JaVale. I'm saying it out loud, man. He looks like I said, you're not the, right trust now. me, bro. You're not the only person, bro. I think bro. literally everybody was saying it. Bro, he looks underpaid right now. Okay, I wouldn't go that far. We, no, we get a little, we get a little ahead of ourselves. No, hold on. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying to give him a bigger contract. Absolutely not. What I'm saying is his play. King right said, "Send for seven years." He looks like he's underpaid right now. The way he's playing. Now, what he, he what did he get paid? Like four or five million or something? Like yeah, six. He, he, he was snatching like boards tonight. They, they he was snatching boards and finishing tonight. Like damn. Yeah. Uh, Logan says, Luca gonna ball out when he comes back. He's so happy to have Kyrie and won't let this opportunity slip away. Big playoffs coming. Watch. Man, I'm telling you, we, we coming for that third spot. I'm telling you that right now. I can't wait to see that. Can we are coming for that number three spot? Dallas Mavs was good, man. He said they did Wood dirty and hope they don't reduce his minutes. Uh, when Massey come back and why not play, uh, Morris and see what he can do. I mean, that's what I, that's what I was saying, but King said, let's wait and see. Let's see what happens. Let's see how they, not yeah, they handle the whole not Morris yet. thing. Come on, y'all. We trying to find a reason to be sad. Let it come on. Look, I, I, I'll just say this: I haven't seen J Kid do any rotations this year that made me be like, "Oh shit, nice, nice substitution there." Oh, nice lineup here. Like all season, I've just been like, "Damn, that's that's a weird lineup out there." And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, man. But like, I've just questioned his rotations all season, all last season, and been really confused by it. So whether it's something personal with Seawood, I'll tell you this. Seawood made a bucket tonight, like like a 15-footer, I think it was, or maybe it was one of his threes, where he looked over at the Mavs bench. And maybe oh, yeah. he was just talking that shit like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. let's go team. But maybe he said <laughs> something. Maybe he said something else. Real talk. Maybe he said something else like, I told you I should be getting more minutes, mother bleep. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what he said. But there's hey, might, might need to get him mic'd up like uh, they be doing that in the field, man, when he had him uh, they showed up the game, like on the sideline and stuff after the game and stuff, what people be saying and stuff. It's I like something it. personal. It's something personal there, man. And, like, whether it's J-Kid being old <laughs> school and dudes got to earn their minutes and, like, 
I guess I can appreciate that to a certain degree. And maybe he was developing Hardy. Maybe Hardy wasn't ready. And, and shit, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, man. But maybe J Kid was right about making him wait his turn a little bit longer. Maybe he was right about Josh Green waiting his turn a little bit longer. But damn, with C Wood, there's just something weird going on. Because he came in and put up 13 points in seven Bruh. minutes. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? And then he didn't – I actually didn't think he played the rest of the game, but it looks like he got 12 minutes, so he obviously came Yeah, he played, like, a little bit in the third quarter, but then didn't play in the fourth. That's why I was like, what's, what's going on? Like, I think, Jason, I think Jason Kidd wants C. Wood to have the mindset, like you said, about Josh Green and Jaden Hardy. Like, when they were sitting and they felt like they were probably nicer than the guys that were playing. You just got to – I know he's making buckets and all, but he has to just sit through the grind. That's what I think it is, bro. Like, he has to sit and show. No, I understand. I just – it's it's funny. I, I know. He, I, I know. He I had know. the two, but nobody else I had the two. That's the only thing. The guys were already part of the team. I keep telling you that. They were already part of the chemistry and part of the rotation. They already had his trust from last year and all that. See, Wood – No, I, no. like I said, I understand. But, I mean – we saw a dude give you multiple straight zeros for like 10, 11 games, but it's like, no, no, no. Give him more minutes. But when this guy who we scoring, like, like Chris said, he scored 13 points in seven minutes. You know what? That's your time. You're done for the day. It's like, what the hell's going on? When he brought C. Wood into the lineups and started letting him play, what we see? Like I said, the best C. Wood of his career. Right? It, it, yeah, no, nah, we did. We did. That's I just want to see that again. I just want, I, I want I, that I opportunity think, again. I think it's coming again. I think this is a step up from the other two games. Like, I think it's coming. Pause. I think it's coming up. <laughs> God, I hope you're right, man. I would love, I would love to people to pull receipts on me about J Kid. So help me, yeah. God. I would love to be wrong if, if it, more if, than anything I've ever been wrong about. In yeah, if it come to win my team winning, I'd be wrong all day. I don't care. Long my team winning. Out of the, we two games out of the third seed. And we yes, sir. No, are we? Tomorrow. I think we two now. We play the third seed tomorrow. To be one game out. Damn! Imagine, imagine. Oh, I was talking shit about. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Wait, no, no. Can we? Uh, should be tied. Two games. We two games in the lost column. Yeah, two. Yeah, two games in the lost column. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So we if we went tomorrow. We won in the lost column away. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, let me, let me right, go ahead. On. How about this, Robert? Before you keep going, you think the Mavericks can still win fifty now? May not what? What? What are you? How many games we got left? They got like six more to lose. I think. No, they got like eight more. I'm sorry, or something. Like that. What are they? Thirty. Well, 10 more? 30, they got, they got I'm sorry, 31 and uh, 26. Game. 26 25 games. 26 and 26. They have, yeah, they had six games to lose. Hmm. So they got 25 games left. They got to go 19, they go 19 and 6. And six. I think they can do it. You know what? Bro, damn, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I don't now know. Now that I'm looking at it, you might be right, bro. You might be right. I'm going to win 50 games this year now again. Okay. I'm in there. I'm in there. Yeah, uh, yeah Corey is with the 999. Don't know. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't have this. Uh, he didn't have everything on this, but we can answer this one. He said, let's F and go. Holy-ish. We look good. Once again, Josh is the damn man. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. And then Megan, she sent this in. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. She didn't have anything okay. with it, but we definitely appreciate it, Megan. Um, My time. Give me. Is that the last one? I don't know him at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it is. You're right. Go ahead. Okay. I didn't see none come in down here. So, yeah. Let me make sure. Damon, what's good, man? I see you in there, man. What up, cuz? He says, Cuz, what's good, uh, man? I uh, can't wait to tell Luca come back. We putting up 40 plus in the first, on the last two first quarters. Yeah. Yeah. 
Are we gonna get any more of those Luca thirty point first quarter and first halves and all that still? Yeah, we Kyrie. might and then get Kyrie for fourth quarter putting up twenty points. I'm down. That's that's gonna happen Ooh. at some point. I'm telling you, they're gonna trade off. What was it? Uh, Luca's the number one uh, first quarter first quarter mm-hmm. score. Kyrie's the number one fourth quarter. Yeah. What up, Dragon Fist? He says, "What player or players <laughs> in the bio should we try to get?" I don't know. It's quite a few. I, I, we don't we don't necessarily know who's exactly yeah. in the buyout, man. Like except like the, the what two, three, maybe four players that they constantly talk about. But there's gonna be more players. Uh, y'all heard if y'all heard Nico's interview, he said they're gonna be aggressive in the buyout market, which we kind of figured they were because there were players that they wanted in the trade market that they couldn't get. So you can have an opportunity to get guys who can contribute right now. What's the, the time frame on that? What's the time frame like? How long <laughs> do teams have to? Buy out contracts, and how long do teams have to sign people? Is there is there a time I, limit on that? I think it's like the the end of March. You got the if you can cut them or buy them out by then, it's a certain time limit in March. I think it is, and then players can be signed to a playoff team or whatever by that point. And if it's past then, and they can't, but um, Man, that's a long ass time. Yeah, I, I think they got a little bit of time left over. If I'm, if I'm correct, I think it's a cutoff point where you can't play on a team anymore if you get cut off. But like in, in March, I think. Mm-hmm. But everybody, like you were saying, bro, most of the people are like rumors right now as far as the buyer market. Uh, Ribs, what up, Ribs? He's a Glow Yard gang member. Uh, Ribs. King was as well. I didn't say that earlier. King Lee was because uh, Ribs says, uh, we get Kai. It equals kid finally has us running plays with the Spurs Warriors type ball movement. We hit open shots and McGee becomes a good rebounder and defender. Yep, I, I actually tweeted that, Ribs. I said, um, maybe kids' plays and all weren't that bad. Maybe he just needed higher IQ guys to run them. Is uh, that shocking? No, no shots. No shots. Sure. That's a, that's a good thing. That's not shots. Okay, make it sure, man. Make it sure. Uh, Ribs again says, our squad looks like they have new swag with Kai. Uh, yeah, Mark Fowler on Capture saying that the whole uh, it's cringeworthy. But uh, the team has supreme confidence because he's another superstar on the team. Uh, oh, like, man. That's suspense, but he knows they aren't on the same planet. Bro, leave Mark alone, man. No, he's he all good. I'm going to follow up with Mark. I'm just saying. He just kept saying it. I'm like, if you don't stop saying swag, man. <laughs> swag, swag. <laughs> what else? Oh, he says, NBA All-Star Game, Western Conference starting lineup has two Mavericks. My mind is blown. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Real talk. Real talk. Oh, man, did you see crazy. the uh, the reserves that they, the spots they took? Yeah. They still don't give Jalen Brunson a spot yet. Nah, they gave Anthony Edwards ones. I know because the Western Conference, but like, I'm like, jeez. Hold that thought, King. Hold that. Hold that spot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, Ty says that Javale Skyhook should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, real shit, dude. What, yeah, baseline like, Skyhook. Wow. Oh my goodness, dude. JaVale, man, like you, and you can see it before it happens. He'll get the ball and look around like he's gonna pass. Yeah, you're like, oh, nobody here? Okay. And you're like, oh shit, <laughs> he about to, he about to do the spin move. Yeah. And that hook Listen. shot came out of nowhere, dude. That was some crazy bounce, bounce, bounce. And I was like, what was that? And somebody on Twitter was like, that's like you're playing at the schoolyard and some dude just throws up some wild shot you've never seen before. And you're just like, one of the old school shots, <laughs> yeah, old school what? moves. That's why JaVel McGee was always a raw prospect and people thought he was going to be nice because he has like, he's so long in length that he can take like, make one move and be at the rim all the time. And he just, if he just keeps control, he can actually have a yeah. one move post move and all. But it's just like he always sometimes goes into that doing too much and all that at times. So if he's in a run right now and he can stay in this run though, like, 
he's playing excellent basketball, and he's all he's all we could ask for in a backup center right now. Uh, Jody, what up again? Uh, says five twenty left. This ish is crazy, but I'm here for the ride. Love the potential I see, but what the hell is going on with Wood and the rotation? He got to be in the doghouse. Yeah, we'll see, Jody, man. Yeah, like I say, I, I hope King right. You just some just kind of kind of seem off right now. At first, I thought because you know. He didn't have great games coming back, you know, because he came back off the injuries, kind of get himself back in, 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 you know, in form there. Yeah. And plus, he kind of had that whole trade thing looming over his mind, right? I thought, I thought a lot of that had to do with it. But you, you know what's wild? He didn't run. I'm not gonna lie to you. He got pulled after he didn't run to a closeout in the three point line. He was underneath the rim or something, and it was like somebody was at the corner, and he didn't. He looked at him and just stood there, and I was like, "Ooh, Christian, what? That one doesn't look good." Um, and it seemed like right after that happened, you know how Jason Kidd is. He pulled him again. So I told you, I think it's just J.K. playing with him as far as making sure his mind in the right spot. He's going to do everything for the team to win. He's going to get back in that zone again, that Christian Wood defense, rim protector type dude. I, I'm telling you, all watch what I tell you. What if what if Jay Kidd is actually a mastermind? He, that's, and me and a lot of people just I'm had t- it wrong. I don't want to give it that just yet, mm-hmm. but like the idea that C. Wood, his attitude – Obviously, on other teams he's been on, I mean, I don't know how many teams it's been, but it's been a lot. Like, he just has kind of that entitled, I'm a baller type of attitude. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think sometimes when he's not closing out and he's not playing defense and it's like, damn, bro, you're so talented. If yeah. you gave more effort rebounding and playing defense, like, you would be a, a damn near a superstar. Mm-hmm. And if J-Kid brings it out of him, Dude, I will, I will, I will write the apology letter, man, because I've been on Jay. Because he, he he brought it out of him. He brought it out of him. That's what I'm saying to you, bro. He's going to. You get said him Kyrie back. though earlier brought it, unlocked it. No, 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 no. He, he unlocked, I, said, I said Kyrie unlocked Javale McGee. Yeah, I, Christian Wood was unlocked by Jason Kidd. He had his best run of his career with like two blocks a game and all that. After Jason Kidd oh, right. made him a starter yeah. and all that, he was like, giving you like twenty and nine yeah. and two blocks and two blocks a all game. Right, man. So, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I think Jason Kidd just – I'm all back just like Jason Kidd work his magic. He's magical too, I think. Damn. I no, want to apologize front and center, man. Sorry, I, I got the Bud Lights flowing, and I forgot what oh, we were no, talking about. Christian Wood is <laughs> not JaVale McGee, and I got him mixed up, and Jay Kidd, and he's just in my head, bro. Jay Kidd is in my head. That's that's real. That's, I was just playing all along. <laughs> hey, Megan, he says, who is this team the last two games? Kyrie has reminded them they are also professional basketball players. It's been a joy to watch. Love y'all pod- podcast. Keep up the hard work. Thank you, Megan, so much. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. That's the question we asking. If they can just stay like this, we good. Uh, Steven says, uh, you can see the energy from the bench and role players intensify. The squad has been rejuvenated since the arrival of Uncle Drew. Yes. Uncle Drew. Man, I'm about to go downstairs and watch that move before I go to bed, man. I, yeah. I forgot about Uncle Drew. King, you a hater, bro. Man, shit. I ain't a hater, man. You know, I'm <laughs> on the Kyrie train. Yeah, keep it real, man. My bad, bro. I'm just I'm jealous of you, man, since you got, you're getting your Kyrie uh, Cleveland jersey, bro. Yeah, I'm going to get that, that Cleveland. I'm going to wait the next bro. year to get that Mav one. But you send me that picture. I'm like, damn it, King. I wanted that Cleveland one from that year. Like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll get the Maverick one if I get a guarantee he's staying, bro. Yes. I'm going to get it next year. Yeah, um, I what up, Ashton? He says, "Great ball movement when Luca come come back. Uh, we have to keep ball, keep moving the ball." I'm not calling him a ball hog. Yeah, I know what you're saying, Ashton. I I agree, 100. Uh, percent He says, "Also, we have to figure out what they're going to do with Wood, or they will sign Powell to a three year extension." I hope not. Ashton, I mean, a lot of 
You doing a lot of cussing right now, Ashley. You doing a lot of cussing, bro. Unless it's for the veterans minimum. I told you. GP. The veterans minimum. Uh, Riv <sighs> says we need Luca back ASAP. Kai getting triple team. Kids should have put Hardy back in in these situations. Man, we still won by like 10 points, man. Y'all, y'all be finding ways to be mad at this team. And we didn't have Luca. We beat the number three seed in the, in the Western Conference by almost 10 points. That's because we need a real number three seed. Yeah. Uh, Ashton says. Team. <laughs> that was the shots. Uh, Ashton says, my boy Hardy did great. Absolutely, Ashton. Hardy's been awesome. You finally get no minutes, kid. We're talking about. Yep. Uh, Riv says, we need to find out what's the beef between Wood and Kid. Yeah. I don't want an eight and Monty situation. Wood, me, my good broken. I'm telling y'all, he'll be fine, y'all. Just, just believe me. He looking like A.A. Hey, hey, Wood on the bench tonight, a couple times they showed him he looking like A.D. with LeBron breaking the record and shit. Like, yeah. what's going on? Something ain't right. <laughs> hey, don't worry. We're going to get a uh, Tim Cato uh, article coming out. <laughs> Did you see the other one, though? Like touching Wood and all, saying – it's good, man. It's all right and all I that did, stuff. I did see that. I did. That's see what that I'm saying. Too. I think it's just. I think they know it's okay. with like just just. That's why. That's why I mean, you add, remember you asked me early in the season. You like, do I think he's gonna stay or whatever? And I was, mm-hmm. I, I was telling you, I said, listen, the teammates. He love the teammates. He talk about Luca like all the time. Like, it's, I don't think the teammates. It's, I always said, man, it's always gonna be how kid treats the situation. It's always gonna be him. It's not gonna be about the players. Jason Kidd wants him to be able to, to go through any situation that Jason Kidd tells him. You feel me? It's like. Jason Kidd feels like he's, he's coaching the guy, and he's like, man, if I tell you we don't need you right now, you need to sit. You need to be like, okay, you know what? I believe in you, coach. We playing as a team ball. The team is doing what they're supposed to do. It's just, a, like he said, like Chris said earlier, Christian Wood has kind of like an entitlement, and he he hasn't gotten it yet as far as his position to be entitled. So it's kind of like he knows he's nice, but it's like I want to get you to the next level. You have to let let me be coachable. Be a guy where you can just listen to anything we say. So that's what I think it is. But we'll see. We'll see who's right at the end of the day. You guys might be right. Yeah, shit. I we hope you're right, though. Hey, you're you, you like legit right now. You're convincing me. I'm sitting here like, is it the Bud Light talking? Um, or is Jay Kidd working his magic? And maybe I just underestimated, dude, for two seasons. I, shit. I'll, I'll, I'll be the first in line to apologize, man. Like, hey, real shit. Y'all see Jaden Hardy. Y'all see Josh Green. Y'all see all them guys. Jason Kidd. Uh, Troy says, I must be crazy, but I kind of wanted McGee to close the game. Hopefully he keeps his level <laughs> yeah, of play. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy yeah. is the word. <laughs> hey, he's, well, he, like I said, he played more than seven minutes a day. I, I was, I'm kind of fine with him playing like a little seven to 10 minutes. 15 minutes. Whatever, man. 15 yeah. minutes he's going to get to. I'm hoping he can get to like 15 minutes a game. That's fine. Just stay around that range. Don't play too much. Yeah. Megan says, I love Luca. He's the best in the world. But is he also the, the wife? But is he also the wife that says nobody helps, and then when someone tries to help, they refold the tails? I know that feeling. Uh, oh, we 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 don't know yet, maybe We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. But like, I mean, we we can't. We don't know until it happens, right? But I don't think so. I will tell you this, man. Luca's energy on the bench, and the way that he was talking to Kyrie, and like just the vibe in some of the videos I've seen on Twitter of his interviews. Like I just feel like Luca holds Kyrie in a high regard, and Luca is just so freaking happy to have him on the team. And like whether they play tomorrow night or on Monday night, but either way, man, just seeing the two of them together is, uh, gosh, man, it's just gonna be unreal to see those dudes on the court together and just what that looks like. And even if they come out and kind of have some growing pains, like. Kyrie looks like he's still deferring a little bit the last two yeah. games. He's still trying to find his groove. 
And you right. might see that for five, ten games of Luca and Kyrie trying to figure each other out, man. But kind of like it's kind of like when uh, we had them with it, Remember, that's the first game. But I was going to say, bro, like Kyrie is showing that he's willing to sacrifice. That's what he's showing right now. Like Kyrie could have had thirty both of these games easily, yeah. but he's 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 showing that he's willing to sacrifice. He keeps telling like it's a lot of times they're trying to give him the ball, and he's saying no. Yeah, he went to the side. Give it to Josh. Give it to Josh. Give it to Tim Hardaway right now. Like, I'm I'm fine. Let them run so that they can. He, when Kevin Durant said what he said, that nobody else runs with the ball and uses the ball or dribbles and anything like that, Kyrie knew that as well. Kyrie is trying to open up a different dimension in the game by being one of the other players that know what the Mavericks do. So it's like, let that guy dribble the ball. Let him dribble it until he gets in trouble or something. Then we run something out of it. So, man, Kyrie's been amazing. I have nothing negative at all to say about Kyrie. Right? And he's probably saying to himself, that way you don't have to be heavily dependent on me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, utilize everybody, which is, you heard me say that before. Like, yo, did, we, we're not the greatest team in the world, but, like, you still got guys who can do certain got things. You have to, yep. you, yeah, you have we to utilize more. it, bro. We got more talent than we were showing. We said that before, bro. Well, we don't have no assets. <laughs> Riv says, McGee played great all game. He should have closed out the fourth over Powell. I didn't mind either one I'm playing. Yeah, I, I didn't mind. Powell wasn't bad either. He was just getting in foul trouble and all. Both of them were getting crazy fouls. Referees kind of yeah, that, that's the, that was the part of the guy. I didn't blame I didn't blame him today. He was like, yeah. hold this hold this spot, King. Uh-huh. Uh Logan says, can uh, Luca can play off ball too? He he now has a second star. Yeah, we've been saying that, Logan. Bro, he, that. he said it today when they talked to him. He yeah. said I haven't played off ball since my first year, but he was saying he did. He said it's gonna take me a little bit of adjusting to actually go did, back. Didn't I say that last show? I, I said it on the last show. I, I was like, bro. When people were saying like, "Oh, he gonna ball hog," and I'm like, "Bro, he didn't. He had nobody let, like yeah. Kyrie to play off the ball with." You know what I'm saying? Like he did it his rookie year with uh, Dennis Smith, so he can do it. He said, "I didn't have, I didn't do it since then. I've been in control yeah. of the ball." But he said, "I don't mind going back to it. It might take me a little bit as far as getting adjusted to it again, but it will be no problem for me to get back to it." Oh, Why so in, in translation, oh, I got to get used to a guy that can ball just like I can. Just, just I'm not used to this. Let me get used to this first. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. soak this in. Uh, Troy says, I think Kyrie is ready for Luca to come back. He got beat up tonight. Yo, he's gonna love it when Kyrie when uh, Luca. I said that too. I said Kyrie's finally seeing today or last couple games what Luca goes through all year. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna write this. I know him right WTM, but he said Kai hit every clutch free throw down the stretch in the fourth. I pray for days like this. Yes, Ooh, free throws. Free throws. Oh, imagine. Man. Man, it was to the point when they started trying to foul us, stop the clock at the end. I was like, please get the ball to Kyrie. Yep, get the ball to Kyrie. Even when Reggie had the ball, luckily he got the uh, the what was it, the um breakaway uh foul. Yeah, uh, uh, clear pass. pass. Yep, clear pass foul. Yep. And I was like, okay, he got the free throws and then he gave it to Kyrie and he shot the He got fouled, yeah. Thank you, Kyrie. Uh Well 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 says that feeling of not having to stress about late game free throws when Kyrie is on the line. Man, it's nice to have that again after Dirk left. Yes. Yeah. We had one like this in Dirk. And Jason uh, Jody again says, got both these wins against quality teams on the road with Wood having little minutes. Is this sustainable? Yes, Jody. I believe it is. Yeah, I, Get think, Kyrie, I think Kyrie said something in the post-game interview where he was talking about that, like, this team has depth. But yep. it's like, I can't think of the word right now, but, like, it's more depth than what people think it is. Yeah, and like it's kind of like an underrated, underrated depth. Uh huh. Yeah, underrated depth. And I was mm-hmm. like, shit, he's right. And and, and may, we, maybe this team has more bro. depth than bro. me and a lot of people gave credit <laughs> for because we were discounting some of these dudes that maybe were 
being asked to do more than what they're they normally asked to do. So, but you what, put what them if, in the right role. And, you, there you go. There you go. Right there, Chris. What we've been saying. Yep. Like, uh, what, what, what if Dallas ends up going the uh, buyout route and start getting just a uh, just a couple wings? Yeah, that's what I was sitting there thinking too while y'all were talking. I'm like, yo, because uh, Chris started talking about the depth and all that stuff, and I'm like, yo, why don't you just go ahead and just go get some wings instead of like another big? You know what I'm saying? Because I think they're going to be okay on bigs, especially when Maxi Cleaver come back. And remember, Bertans is not here yet right now, so that's another big. And you got Marcus Morris. But I like that. I like that Theo Pinson center thing right now. Like Theo can dribble the ball more than I, I give him credit for. Yeah, you cussing right now? Huh? I'm sorry, you but know, I'm keeping you got it real. Kids watching the show, and you need to watch your mouth. How about this? How about this? He he can dribble the ball better than Tim Hardaway Jr. That's not saying a lot. That's not saying a lot. You saying they saying a lot, but they keep giving the ball to Tim Hardaway Jr. They keep giving it to him. That's hey, that's like that's like that's like saying I can walk better than a, than a little baby. Oh, well, it's like, I'm, yeah, of course you can. I'm just telling you, if Theo Pinson can dribble better than him, he should be in the game sometimes. Hey, you know what's crazy, King? JaVale McGee can dribble better than than uh than oh, <laughs> Tim Hardaway. Nah, he 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 do be making some moves. Though. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, man, I had your right. back till you brought up JaVale, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Rolling roll with this one. Thing. Uh, <laughs> hey, that, that, that was shots of Tim right there. <laughs> I think it's been fine so far, but I don't know. More wings is fine with me. Uh, however they go, um, I think I think they're gonna be fine. But right now, the Mavericks really, I think with Kyrie and without Luka, the Mavericks are a play-in team at least or a playoff team. They might not even be a player. They might be a, a six seed with Kyrie by himself. So when Luka comes, man, I'm just whew, hey. Right? That's what I was thinking tonight. I was like, imagine Luka not on the team. Like they would be pretty damn good with just Kyrie. Yeah. But then you think like, okay, they were pretty good with just Luca. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they would be a six seed or you know play in team or whatever it is. But damn, put those dudes together, and wait. like we there, there's a lot of talk about what is it going to look like, right? I don't think any of us really know, and I think we're just all really excited to see what does it actually look like to see this team with this type of energy with both of those dudes on the floor, man. So- My goodness. So y'all know we, we're gonna play one of the two teams in the first round, right? One of our two rivals in the first round. That's probably what it's going to end up being. I'm fine with that. I know I'm, I'm fine with it too. But I'm just saying, y'all ready for that? It's about to be pumped. We're oh, gonna yeah, play either probably Phoenix or the Clippers in the first round. So I'm mm-hmm. looking. At, I got the standings up here. We uh we have four games behind the Grizzlies. We can catch that too, real tough. If the Grizzlies keep playing, you know, three and seven basketball in their last ten. I know they won their last two, but. I think the Mavericks, but I told you, when they won that game before Kyrie came against the Jazz, mm-hmm. I was like, it's a run where that happened, bro. They showed me something that game against the Jazz, and I was like, it's a run that's about to happen. Uh, cardio, nice. Riv says, uh, Cardio B hit two clutch free throws. Yep, he wasn't doing this before Kyrie got here. Yo, this is wild to see a complete 180 from this team. Riv, I said the same thing to my wife today watching the game. I said, this is wild watching this team. He watching it look like they're looking good, like a real good team right now with one guy. Yeah, I wish I could tell my wife that. Hey, <laughs> respect, because Cardio B is a really good nickname for the way he was playing. Yeah. And it's nice to be able to move on from it if you're willing to do that at this point. But I, I have. respect, respect for the for the name. Cardio B is like a nice pull, man. That's that, that's pretty damn good. <laughs> Trash can juice is pretty is pretty damn good too, though, man. That's uh, king, man. Rib says, no, okay, I tell you, okay. bro. I'm on a job, I told you. Uh, I'm trying to get Mark Cuban to hire me one day. Rib says, uh, Kai drive 25 and 10 while being triple teamed all game. Yeah, really? Yeah. We got a special one. We got two special ones now. 
I told you. Like, don't, don't worry, even to get double teamed no more. I asked Rel this question. I asked you as well, Chris. With Kyrie playing with Luka Doncic, could he possibly be a top 10 player in the league playing with Luka Doncic? Kyrie? Yeah. I mean, I can't find anything that says he won't be, right? Like, and just like we're talking about the leadership earlier and kind of the way Kyrie carries himself, and it's obvious that he has a very high basketball IQ. I know some people kind of like were like, oh, he thinks he's the smartest dude in the room in his interviews and all that stuff that happened in Brooklyn. But, like, I don't think I'm wrong in saying that he's an intelligent person. And that he understands the game and he understands how to play basketball. And I think they could figure it out. And I think the Mavericks could have two guys that are top ten players in the league. And we are about a we're about to see it for real. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. Uh Coy says, Let's F and go, holy ish. We looking good once again. Josh is the damn man. Absolutely. Coy, you won one today. I love it. Uh, let's see. TGK definitely watches show pregame. I saw him with a trash can juice hoodie on. Shout out to you, TGK. TGK. He said, look, Kyrie and Luca, look at us. They hate us because they ain't us. Hey, by the way, it's a little unfair to expect Kyrie to run the Luca type offense at the end of the games. But imagine when the Don is back. Yes. Imagine. TGK, what's up? When the Don is back. Uh, Todd. What up? He says Luca coming back is going to take all the pressure off Kyrie. He can just flow naturally, playing off an all talent, all time talent in Luca. This team is potential for sure. Yes, sir. Hey man, uh, real quick, real just real quick, let me give a shout out to my boy Jaime, who's in Azusa, California right now. I got him watching on the pod. He's at the club. He's been drinking a little bit. I think he took an Uber there. But he just texted me and said he's still watching, man. I just want to give a shout-out to him, man. I've known that dude for 20 years, and uh, that's my boy for real, man. And uh, so just shout-out to him, man. Much love. Shout-out to Jaime, man. Yes, sir. <coughs> uh, Frank says, I still will play it safe and get homes if made available. McGee was finally nice, but we're like half in the season. Where you been, McGee? Yeah. Yeah, Frank. I mean, I'm I'm not on the train yet. I'm not on there yet. I'm almost, I'm almost willing to dislocate my shoulder like Blade did to grab it. Oh, man. But I ain't there yet. Uh, Lies, what up? He says, what's up, Glow Yard? Great game. Nothing to say. Everyone played great. I don't feel like criticizing tonight. Yeah, that's how I was as well, Lies. What's up with Woods, Minutes? Any idea? We gave a little idea of what it might be, Lies. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but we, ain't, we ain't criticizing. I like that. Because I'm, I'm one of the people that's real quick, sometimes too quick, to point out the things I don't like. Mm-hmm. Instead of focusing on what is really going good and what I do like, so I'm with you, man. We ain't criticizing tonight. I'm not going to talk about coach the rest of the night. I'm just going to talk about the vibes and the feel of this team right now and the excitement for Mavs basketball right now. Yes, sir. Real talk. Uh, Coy says league is in trouble. Absolutely, Coy. Yeah, you ain't lying. Uh, Lies says the only thing I noticed was during the end of the third and the fourth. The offense was stagnant. Don't be alarmed. Luca will be able to shine in those moments. Yo, Josh Green could be an all-star in the future. Oh, come on, lies. Come on, lies. Come on, the tray. Uh, Div said, I tuned in to watch the Mavs uh, play tonight, and I instead watched the Golden State Warriors. (laughs) Wow, impressive. When did we start moving the ball like this? We got the talent now, bro. We got the talent now, remember? We didn't have the talent plan to play that type of ball before. Now you got McKinley Wright, Jaden Hardy, 
Josh Green playing now. Those guys are smart and talented. We've been saying it all year. And not only that, you you're playing an offense that caters to their skill sets, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like you we talked about so many times, is Dallas having multiple ball handlers. You got guys like Josh Green and Jaden Hardy along with a Kyrie and a Luka that can, can, can dribble the ball a little bit, man. So that way the ball can move around the perimeter and, and find open guys easier. So, yeah, that's what been, like you said, the Warriors, I've been saying that for the longest. But, yeah. Uh, Div says McGee looking real good today. He just needs to study film and realize where to go to make it even easier for himself. That's what I was saying earlier, Div. He can make the moves. You just yeah, got to get it together. Lead that long and still got to figure out how to make it easier for yourself. Yeah, it is, but, it, but I love it when he does it, though. Yeah. Uh, Div says, I wish Kid would call a timeout sooner when other teams go on runs. Uh, they didn't really. Uh, I mean, I, no, he called a timeout today. Yeah, he, like call, he called a timeout today. Like when they cut it down to what was like ten or whatever. Yeah, when yeah, they got he like sixteen, in. he was calling them and stuff like that. Like he was, he was stopping runs. I felt like. But only thing is, like when he when he cut it down to sixteen, Dallas would go back down and hit a three and then blew it right yeah, back up to nineteen. That's why I said so. it was. It was. I felt like his runs were cooler there. Like if yeah. they had a, like when they cut it down to sixteen, if they met you know turn the ball over, then they go down and score again. Then I think he would have called a timeout. Yeah. But they every time they'll cut it down like sixteen, Dallas hit a three. Yep. Calls turnover, go back down, score again, blew it back up to 20 or whatever. So, Yeah, I never felt like that game was out of hand at all. No, I, I didn't either. Uh, Frank, <laughs> he says, offense about to go crazy because we can either bulldoze everyone with Luke and uh, Kyrie or let Luke and Kyrie have a quarter for themselves. Yeah. Dave says, Wood haters, why so quiet? Imagine if he also got the refs to call legit foul. Oh, my God. He gets but a never call for him. Luca works really good with Powell, Seawood, Kyrie with McGee. Yep. Div, I, I, I take that to our group chat today, and I said that. Well, King's heard me say this a million times. I, I don't understand why Wood doesn't get any calls. I don't either. I don't understand that, bro. I'm just like, so what do we have to do to get called? Cause matter of fact, it was one play. He got hit by three dudes. The ball got uh, loose. And Green got it and got body, and they called a foul. I'm like, why didn't they call a foul on that? Well, Christian Wood, yeah, yeah, Christian Wood. Like, come on, man. Like, what y'all doing? It might be the way. It might be the way he complains, man. Because C Wood got some of that Luca energy when he complains (laughs) about fouls, and he don't get back on defense, and it's just nonstop. Like, I get you want to complain about fouls, but sometimes I said I wasn't going to get negative, man. But I'm just saying it's a lot sometimes. And if I was a ref. And it was that much coming at me on literally every single possession. Yeah. I'm gonna stop blowing the whistle. And if I know that, and I know that about you, every time I see you, you probably ain't gonna get that many whistles, man. And it's just like at some point you gotta reel it back in and pick and choose when you're gonna get like that adamant about the foul call, man. But all thing about that though is, see, people say that, and the confusing part is, Lucas still shoots twelve free throws a game, and he complains a lot. Jordan shot a ton of free throws a lot. He complained a lot. LeBron complains a lot. He shoots a ton of free throws. And you know, James Hart complained. He shot a ton of free throws. Yeah, superstar, bro. But but still though, it's like people use that excuse. Oh, he's complaining. I'm like, but yeah, superstar. I mean, superstars draw numbers, so they got to get free throws. Christian Wood not drawing numbers like those guys you just said. True, true. Now, something something we talked about earlier is the impact that Kyrie might have on Luca. And here's something that is. All season, all last season has just blown my mind is as good as Luca is, that the boy still has room to improve yep. in a lot of areas and maturity, the way that he kind of just like approaches the refs. Like imagine if Kyrie can kind of give him some of that veteran knowledge and Luca could mature into more of a leader, yeah. into more of understanding kind of when to pick and choose. 
Man, like, Luke is gonna, man. Luke is gonna learn how to Luke is gonna learn how to shoot free throws. But uh how long do you how long how long you want to go? How much time do you have, Chris? Well look, man, I'll say this. We ain't talked on my firemark Cuban stuff and I like Go ahead, we're I, gonna that's what we're gonna let you get to when look, we end the show. I I messaged you guys earlier and said, Man, with the trade deadline and the K D stuff and the Kyrie stuff and all this stuff, like my fire Mark Cuban stuff seems like a month ago, like a year ago. <laughs> yeah, it do feel like it's a like, long time ago. It honestly don't seem that relevant right now, and I'm okay with that, man. Like the fire Mark Cuban stuff got me about 300 extra followers on Twitter, and it got me some some love, and I just had a blast doing it. Um, but at the same time, man, like I'm not trying to put that in front of what the Mavs are doing right now and the vibe that's going and like this conversation we had tonight just been so nice man it's so refreshing to be able to be this excited about the Mavs man but we'll, we'll talk about gotta, it talk about it hey, Chris how'd you, how'd you get that started the fire mark even thing and I'll talk about it all right man so look I uh born and raised in SoCal grew up watching Lakers fell in love with MJ for a short time and then like 96 97 when Shaq came to LA just got back in love with the Lakers and just rode with the Lakers for 20 years, man. I, I probably saw Kobe play live about a hundred times in my lifetime. Nice. And, and saw just a shit ton of uh, Kobe Shaq was flipping tickets on eBay just to try to get in the <laughs> arena, man. Like, and so I just have this deep love for NBA basketball, played basketball my whole life. Um, if we're playing half court three on three, I'll still bust ass right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll still get to the basket. So just love basketball, love NBA basketball. So when me and the fam moved out to Texas, and I told y'all earlier, I was like, man, I could get Luca in his prime. I reached out, went on the Mavs website, and was just trying to find out some information about what ticket packages look like, thinking I was going to get like a 10-game package. Mm -hmm. But the Mavs sent me an email and said, hey, we got uh, this thing called Pick Your Seat Day, where you can come down and bring the family so I got to bring my wife and my two youngins at the time that were six and four, and they let us on the court. My right. kids were flipping up all the seats courtside, running all over the court, and they had signs on every single seat that was available, whether it's a 10-game package, a half, or a full-season package. And I looked at the prices, and I'm used to Clippers and Lakers prices, right? And I, I only had season tickets one year for the Lakers, and I had to split it with two other dudes. <laughs> and that was literally Seven, the, right. year, I believe it, the, yeah. the year after Shaq left, they didn't make the playoffs. One of the only few years they didn't make the playoffs. And I couldn't find nobody to split the tickets with me. And after one season, had to give up my package for the Lakers, right? Mm. So I'm used to, like, those type of prices. I came out here and I was like, bullshit. For the whole season, that's what it is for Mavs? Like, I could see Luca in his prime against all the good teams coming to town. So I looked at Wifey and was like, yo, let's get the whole season. And I could not believe that shit when she told me, okay, let's do it. <laughs> so last season, I got season tickets for the full season. And I still wasn't a Mavs fan. I was still not a Mavs fan. And me and my four-year-old son went to the first preseason game last year. And the first bucket the Mavs scored – I was like, shit, we're not going to come to the games and not cheer for the home team. Like, I looked at Little Man and was like, I guess we're Mavs fans, bro. Like, let's go to the team store and see what they got. And they had a bunch of shit on clearance because it was still preseason. And we oh, loaded yeah. up, man, and, and just bought in 
hook, line, and sinker. But if you all remember the start of last season, they got into December and they were not playing good basketball. It was rough. It was rough. My cousin was out here from Missouri, and we went to a game where they played the Pelicans, and the Pelicans weren't good last year. And so they lost to the Pelicans by double digits on their home floor. Yeah, and without like, Zion and without uh, Brandon Eagle. They were at their bottom. And me and my cousin, Tyler, shout out Tyler, Missouri, let's go. We snuck down to the seventh row in the fourth quarter, and my ass was drunk. <laughs> and I stood up and I was yelling, you know, like – I've been going to NBA games for 25 years, right? So I stood up. I wait for it to get quiet during the free throws because I know, like, right where the moment is at where you can, you you know, you can really get some stuff in. And I started yelling, fire Jason Kidd, loud as fuck, fire Jason Kidd, right? And they were down by 15 to the Pelicans. And then I was like, shit, fire Mark Cuban kind of sounds funny. Like, I get he's the owner. So anybody out there, I understand you cannot fire the owner. But I stood up and I yelled, fire Mark Cuban. And these preppy dudes behind me that looked like their daddy gave them tickets from their company. This dude was like visibly upset. And he was like, hey, bro, you can't fire the owner. You tweeted it. Right. And I was like, oh, shit, it's funnier than I thought. Like, I thought it was a funny bit to yell, fire Mark Cuban. Right. When I saw a dude get upset by it, and he said like two or three times, like, uh, hey, bro, I'm pretty sure he's the owner. You can't <laughs> fire the owner. And I was like, damn, it's funnier than I thought. And I just kind of kept with it, man. But that game, we snuck down in section 107, like maybe like fifth or sixth row. And it's right by the um, where the Mavs go into the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And they were walking off the court and loud as fuck. I yelled at coach and I said, that's not good enough, coach. That is not good enough. Like giving it to J kid. And I was like, shit, this is a lot of fun. And I like, I mean, I got wild stories from Laker games back in the day of like just having fun and, and like yelling. I'm not cussing at the game. I'm not talking about anybody's mom. I'm not disrespected on that level. So they kind of mm-hmm. let me get away with a certain amount of stuff. You heckle. It's friendly heckle. You're a fan. Friendly heckle, right? So, like, and I think, think more, friendly. <laughs> I think it's a more intelligent heckle, which I've tried to tell some of my friends. I'm not standing up saying, you suck. Like, that takes no intelligence. But to say fire Mark Cuban, I think it's a little higher level. And some right. people may not agree because I will tell you that some people at the game do not enjoy my bit. Mm. But that's what it is, man. I just You've seen it. A dude reacted. I thought it was funny. I was drunk as fuck, and I just kind of rode with it, right? So, like, I would go to the games, and I would two or three times a game would stand up and yell, fire Mark Cuban, and some people in my section would get uncomfortable, and some people would laugh and dap me up and say, dude, that shit's funny. You had me cracking up all night. Dude, like, I appreciate the bit. But it's not that serious for me, man. Like, some people think that, like, I got this deep hate for Mark Cuban or that, like, I'm really against – I mean – I like everything he does except for what he did with the Mavs for the last couple of years, yeah. you know, certainly since I've been a fan. Right. So I just kind of kept going with the bit and it kind of escalated this season to where I took a sign that said fire Mark Cuban. And bro, I had the beanie on, I had the glasses on and they put me up on the jumbotron and I lifted up my sign on the <laughs> jumbotron that said fire oh, Mark Cuban man. and they cut off. Cut it so the fast. <laughs> hey bro. 
about a minute later, I had three security guards in my face talking about oh, where's your sign at? And dude was like, it's in his back pocket. He folded it up. Get the sign. Oh, dude, it's now, like, man. Let me give you this though. I had sold my two tickets because I got season tickets this year. I had sold my two tickets and I had bought a single ticket eight rows behind Cuban. Mm. Right? Meanwhile, the yeah. the game before that, there was a fan that had reported me to security and they made us go back to our seats, and that's a whole nother story. But like <clears throat> it was the second game in a row that security had a conversation with me. So they took my sign away, and I said, well, cool, they took my sign. I'm going to at least yell, fire Mark Cuban. So I waited. I yelled, fire Mark Cuban, while I was sitting eight rows behind Cuban. And security came up on me and said, you cannot yell that. If you yell, fire Mark Cuban again, you're getting escorted out. I said, cool, I'm not going to say it the rest of the night. But they let me say everything else. In the fourth quarter, they let me say, sell the team, sell the team. And they didn't say nothing to me. You could hear me on the broadcast. You could hear me on the broadcast saying, sign Christian Wood. Just loud as fuck. Right there, eight rows behind Cuban. Christian Wood looked up once or twice. Jaden Hardy looked up once or twice. And then, like, that was the night that I got a bunch of followers on Twitter. And I was like, shit, bro, I'm having so much fun with the Fire Mark Cuban. Like, I'm going to keep it rolling. Have you met went, the um, the guy who does the moral who did the mural downtown? Did he talk to you or say anything? Nah, I I haven't I haven't talked to him. Some people on Twitter suggested that he was just with the amount of responses that he had and the amount of comments that he had that he was just really out there trying to grab attention. Uh, and so, like that's 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 not my vibe at all. I was just going to the games, having a fucking good ass time. And the fire Mark Cuban thing just kind of took on a life of its own. And I was like, shit, we're just going to keep going with this. So the last game I went to, which was the last, maybe the last home game they had, me and my three Brit friends snuck down to the fifth row. It was during the ice storm. So there was a ton of empty seats. And I yelled fire Mark Cuban five minutes into the first quarter. And they escorted me out. And they tried to kick my friends out. And I begged them to let them stay. And they literally kicked me out of the game and threatened my season ticket package for yelling. But I was two rows behind Nico. And wow. I, I was in my wrong seats. So, like, that's a whole quick, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know we've already been on for an hour and a half, man. So, like, I'm not trying to give you the long version. Mm-hmm. I probably had it coming. I'll be honest with you. They had warned me <laughs> two games. They, they warned me two games in a row not to yell fire Mark Cuban. I did it again. And they kicked me out. And I'm just, at this point, I'm done with the bit. I'm not, you will never see me yell fire Mark Cuban at another Mark Cuban, uh, Mr. Cuban, Mr. Cuban. I'm sorry. (laughs) Will you be yelling at the games now? I don't know what I'll be yelling, but I will tell you this, man, for the last two seasons, I don't know there's anybody in the building that's had a a better time than I've had. Like I've just been having an absolute blast. And, um, I think the fire Mark Cuban bit is over, but I think it came at just the right time yep. where people were fed up with what the team was doing. They were fed up with Mark Cuban. And I just kind of at the right time had the right bit and just really enjoyed it. I was just having a good time doing it, man. So it wasn't, although the attention was nice because I was used to being on Twitter and getting zero interaction, getting zero engagement. 
And all of a sudden I was having comments and likes and it was different than what I was used to. And I'm, I'm, I'm lying if I said I didn't finally enjoy getting some sort of engagement on Twitter. <laughs> so that's been nice. I wouldn't have been on y'all's show tonight had I not done the bit and kind of been rolling with it. That's a good point. Like, and Lee, look, did, did I force them to trade for Kyrie? I mean, I don't know. Probably you're not. Part of it. It, it, part it sounds of it. good, don't it? You're it part of it. Good. You were part of it. Look, you know the, man, look like, you, you and the uh, mural guy got national attention for this. Like, got the yeah. national attention pointed at the marriage. Like, yo, the fan base don't think Mark Cuban doing enough. Then they just start talking about the fact, like, yo, is Mark Cuban doing enough? Yep. Luca need help. Luca needs help. Luca needs help. All they've been talking about, right? So, you you were like the the the, the forefather of that, man. You and the mural guy. Yeah. You know what's crazy, man, is uh, like, so I always take the train to the games. Um, so I don't know if anybody takes the TRE out there, but if you take the TRE, shout out to you, man, because that is the best way to travel to the game. $3 or $5 ticket. You don't got to pay for parking. You get to yeah. ride the train with everybody. And I'm I'm always in the parking lot an hour early pre-gaming. You know what I'm saying? And like really getting sauced up before the games. Um, but like, I don't know, man. It's just uh, it was just it was just the right time, the right moment, and I was just really pushing the bit, um, maybe a little bit too hard. But like I said, I've been going to NBA games for 25 years, so I know where that line is at. And I remember when I was yelling at Jay Kidd last year and saying, "That's not good enough, Coach." I leaned over to my cousin and I said, hey, man, we are right at that line where they're almost about to come talk to us. But I know where that line is at. Mm -hmm. And so I was pushing it. But like at the same time, it was a bit and it was fun for me. But it was also there was some real stuff there where I was. I don't want to say like I don't want to put too much on it. But at the same time, I was saying stuff at the games that a lot of fans felt and a lot of fans, especially a lot of people that don't go to games. Or maybe aren't going to go to games and yell that stuff, but that's what they felt. Yeah, and right. so maybe, again, putting too much on it. But I did kind of feel like, man, I'm a little bit of voice of the people mm -hmm. being able to share the sentiment of the fan base and being eight rows behind Cuban and letting them know that this shit is not good enough, man. Like, you need to do better. Yep. And so it's just been fun for me, man. And, and like, I just love NBA basketball. But at the same time... I got kids that I take to the games with me. And when I take my five-year-old son, trust me, I'm not yelling anything like that crazy, man. Like, we just go try to get on the Jumbotron. We try to dance during the game and meet champ and, 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 and like, get pictures and have some fun, man. So, like, when I'm with adults that I know we're going to enjoy it or I'm by myself, like, okay, I'm going to go a little bit harder in the paint. You know what I'm saying? But, like um, – I was not willing to jeopardize my season ticket package. My brother's flying in from L.A. for 36 hours just to go to the Lakers game with me on the 26th. I'm not trying to jeopardize that because that's about to be a special moment for me and my brother, man, to be able to share that. Growing up Lakers fans, being able to see LeBron, A.D., hopefully Kyrie and Luka, everybody be healthy. Um, you know, like going, going to games with my son and stuff and just my love for NBA basketball. Like, I'm done pushing the limits at the games. They they know who I am, and I'm not trying to get kicked out of another game, man. So I'm just I'm, I'm just there to enjoy NBA basketball moving forward and just have some damn fun, man. But, like, I mean, I know you said you're from Baltimore. You said you're from Dallas, man. But 
uh, I'd love to hook up at a game with you sometime, man. And, and, and whether it's going to the game and we sit together, just hooking up pregame. Um, but, but, the, but that's something I haven't really done is connect with a ton of other Mavs fans. I had a couple people kind of dap me up and shake my hand at the game because they recognized me from Twitter. Um, but above all that stuff, man, I just love NBA basketball. I love being a part of what the Mavs are doing right now. I love seeing Luka in his prime. I love the fact that Kyrie is here. So, like, I'm just bouncing all over. It's long-winded, man. But, like, yeah, man. I'm just so hyped to be on the show tonight, man. Like, we this is something you. I never thought I would do, man, to be able to be on here and just talk about my love of basketball and give a little bit of my background, man. It's just man. it's just exciting for me, and I appreciate y'all having me on. And no I've problem. been trying to keep up for the last week, kind of, like, man. watching some of your guys' shows and stuff because, I mean, I got two kids, a full-time job, a wife a gambling addiction, a drinking addiction. Like I don't have a lot of podcast. I don't have a lot of podcast time in my life. So like I'm not dialed in on like who's doing podcasts and who's doing what, man. But y'all got the vibe. Y'all got the energy. That intro was crazy. And so I just really like what you guys are doing, man. And, and, and uh, just watched a couple episodes this week, man. And just, it's an honor and a privilege to be on your guys' show tonight, man. Real talk. Thank you. And you perfect timing, man. Look at you. 145 is usually when we stop. So you're right on point. Hey, let's go. Hey. You wanna you wanna stop at none? You wanna uh... Yeah, we can we can we can do that. Okay. Yeah, we apologize, y'all. No, uh, it's no apology. You don't gotta apologize. Hey, but bro. look, look. If you guys ever nah, want to you know have we better apologize. We're gonna we gonna have to hear you, about it later. If you ever want to have me back on, man. I got stories about getting flipped off by Greg Foster, getting oh, Baron oh, Davis calling Baron Davis calling me a bitch. Oh, Greg I got Jawan. I got Jawan Howard on the Mavs flipping me off. I got Sean Bradley and Eduardo Nahara making Eduardo them laugh. Nahara. Bro, I got okay. stories for days Eduardo. about just getting wild at NBA games, man. And so, dude, you you can have me on anytime, dude. Like, obviously, you see, I like to just talk and just ramble my ass off, man. So. Y'all ever want to have me back, man? Just book that shit. <laughs> Let's go. We appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, listen, guys. Uh, if you are new to the channel, if you're into math content, guys, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, guys, and hit that notification bell. So whenever we drop new content for you guys, you'll be the first to know. Also, hit that like button, guys. So that way, whenever you guys do that, that'll help build up the algorithm for more math fans like yourself to join the glow yard gang guys also uh you see right here next to chris we have our socials we're on facebook twitter instagram snapchat tiktok and we're also on twitch guys under we talk Mavs. So you guys can follow us on all of those too you guys can conversate with us we definitely we're well king's more on facebook i'm more on twitter so you guys can conversate with us on both of those for sure um also what am i missing king oh podcast what time is it yeah, I'm probably gonna still be up for a little bit, bro. Um, cause I'm gonna, I still got a pack. Um, so yeah, what I'm gonna have, I should have this posted tonight, guys, on podcast form. If you guys want to listen to it in the podcast form, cause I know a lot of times people, we still got, we still got a nice little, um, uh, number of people who listen to us on the podcast form. So that's fine. Um, also, I know a lot of people have been tweeting us and asking us how to join the, the Glow Yard gang membership. Um, if you're on your iPhone, I'm sorry, if you're on the Android, you can just go to our page and just click on join. You probably can click on join right here under the video. You just click on the join button. Um, if you're on an iPhone, you have to go through either your browser on your phone or go through a computer to our page 
on youtube.com and click the join button um also guys uh we got merch like, like i got some on right now i got the glow yard mavs uh merch if you guys want shirts and hoodies and stuff like that shout out to a few of the people who already bought them bought some of our merch um you can go under our community tab on our page or you can go under the about tab i have two ways you can um go to our uh, fan page uh merch shop uh, community tab i have a link in there or you can just go in the about tab and just click on that we uh that was it we talk maps uh thing highlighted in blue click on that and it'll send you right to the website all right kings everything i'll forget uh share share more share guys it's because of you guys that we meet guys like fire mark cube and mr chris and other folks and have them on our show so we appreciate you chris uh just as much as you appreciate us thank you and also guys uh Ro has a birthday coming up on monday um so he's going out of town so we're probably going to come back what after valentine's day bro yeah we got so little everybody yep so we're going to hang with my lady i know she probably wants to uh, enjoy this time we haven't had between this show and my uh, regular job i haven't really yep. celebrated valentine's day in a while with my lady so this would be uh pretty cool so i know we're gonna miss the first luke and Kyrie game but you guys can talk talk to us on our social media we'll be available on there i'll be able to talk and say whatever talk my trash but we'll be back after the all-star game I mean, i'm not the all-star game it's valentine's day and uh be ready to rock and roll with the end of the season um what if i snuck in my uh my laptop on the road oh my goodness man i ain't, I ain't saying nothing if, if Rogan can get a monday game in or whatever uh, he can yeah, i'm gonna be at the game on monday no i could i could do the, the i could do the game monday, monday. I, it's monday gonna probably be a little later because i'm going to the game like i said me and bro log will be there my birthday whatever um but right, tomorrow, I, I was like, man, I'm thinking about sneaking in my, my extra stuff. I got an extra oh, mic man. and nah, laptop good. and all that. And Enjoy my wife would kill me. My wife would kill me if I did that. Come back Monday then. That's fine. I'm done with Monday. No, nah, no, nah, hey, I'm joking, birthday, man. man. Appreciate it. Appreciate birthday, it. Man. Yeah, like I said, my, my wife would kill me if I did that, bro. You going to the game on Monday? Yeah, me and my brother, uh, Reggie, will be there on Monday. What's up, man? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like King said, we won't have a show tomorrow, y'all. I know it's I know it's going to be the game that Luca and Kyrie first game back hopefully they'll get a dub oh, i'm gonna try to watch that game man I don't, I don't know how i'm gonna be able to watch it in austin but i'm gonna try bro it is on um, social media y'all talk this on social media i would definitely be on there yes sir uh let's see what else we missing bro i think that's it man yeah. um it is your boys uh rail and king from we talk mass here on the glow mass youtube channel guys we got, uh, we got a special guest mr fire mark human himself chris Woo, uh we'll be back go. here on monday guys uh uh, yeah, Monday we play the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. So same map time, same map channel. Go Mavs. What's bad back here in my bag? Let's go. Respect. Low Mavs. Respect, Let's go. And we out, man. Oh, King, I did it again, man. I get used to this, bro. I get used to this.